0: Get a bus again, bus again, bus bus get the back of the 135 podcast brought to you by the West West Network. We're going back to back, folks. This is the second podcast in the week. Last night was with Joseph Bowl. Today, we've got one of the also we went school with back in the day at Sakai College. He is a social worker. He's been doing youth social work for the last 20 years. He's been on the podcast before, actually, he came on a couple of years ago um that was when he was a bit of a politician he was a local politician by way of local board serving Henderson and West now he he runs West City Boxing which is a boxing gym at a Henderson that do youth development as well as amateur boxing um, they've been going for since 2019 started off in a small space in Sunnyvale and it grew to over 200 um, members now with classes from Monday to Friday and then Henderson um, on the Henderson's trip there with City Boxing we talked to them also about um, starting the gym his relationship with the kids um, part of the things I like about boxing is the psychology of it also I, I love to talk about I love to talk about I like to talk to fighters or coaches of boxing about about how the sport affects people in uh, in positive ways you know and it's probably one of the reasons why a lot of youth are in there especially our troubled youth um doing sports sport of boxing because it is a sport that will help them um discover who they are and and sort of give them an opportunity to to move forward in a positive way. So glad to also to pop in, have a chat to me about what he's been up to. Please welcome Matthew Gray. Families or people that are in 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 a, a rent, renting situation and they've got trouble with the landlords. The landlords, or oh, yeah. They have to yeah. go to the tribunal, but yeah, they have to do yeah. a report on.
1: Like advocating for those guys and trying to help yeah, them. Out. Yeah, it can yeah. be tricky, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, that's awesome.
0: And they do that. And plus, the other thing was they try to help people get out of debt. Oh, wow. Like homeowners and business owners, small business, yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. But there's
0: Absolutely. heaps of like those kind of. Like, um, Cause I never know. Like, there's heaps of these kind of organisations that help, but yeah. no one really knows until you get totally. introduced to it. That. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bro, and so many of our kids end up like they start their adult life in debt. Yeah. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah. They they like the banks like they know too, and they go you know like seventeen year old come you know open up a bank account, I'm like, hey, get a credit card. They, oh, haven't, they haven't they haven't learned how to deal with money yet. There's just like $1,000 limit So I've got a $1,000 That's it Right from the start Boom And then That just
0: Yeah Because it's all about sales to the Bank Bankers though Yeah (laughs) Yeah. Put these on Yep Check check Is it on? Yep Is yours on? Alright right. Matthew, brother, welcome back to the One for Five. Yeah, thank you very It's, it's been, been a while, some... eh? I think last time you has... came was like a couple of years ago.
1: I remember when it was because I had like a real um, crazy thing happen to me the day that that I came mm. to see you. So I was like, so I I'm like that's itched. It was like, yeah, it was like twenty twenty.
0: Did you speak about it? I don't think you did. Eh?
1: Nah, it was like it, like it had just happened. It was super raw.
0: So what was it? Anything <laughs> bad?
1: Yeah. Oh. So um what happened? so I've been a youth worker for twenty years and I've kind of always had this thing where like compassion wins no matter what. You know, like I've I've had some like hard kids, man, that have just been like, you know, just live lived a life. But like compassion has just always been able to break through that. Mm. This so this one kid I and you know won't name names or anything mm. like that. But um yeah, he was part of the so we just we had just started we're city boxing at that stage. And um well we were year you know, maybe six months in or something, a year in, but um and I, I picked him up through a mentoring thing that I was doing through Vision Rest. And um I don't really even know what happened, but um uh he just got up and walked outside and I went out after him and I was like, Are you okay? And he just turned around and went Ah, like hit me, oh real, yeah man. And I just yeah. and I was like, oh, and that's fine, but then after that, I, was, you know, because my mantra is like compassion wins. So then I was just like, Are you came okay, in like what's go-? So I just like followed him down the road, just being like, I believe in you, man. Like I, you know, like I was just I was still trying to just speak like real positivity into him and tell him that it's okay. Tell him that you know, because he's come from some trauma, man. You know, he turned around again, ah. It's, and that time I, I knew it was gonna hit me. For oh, some reason I just let him hit me because I was like, Oh, you know, he's gonna get it out, I don't know. So hit me again. <clears throat> and then just walked off and I just kept you know, I just kept following him, just being like, you know, just, just speaking positivity to him. But it was the first time where I was like, compassion didn't win. Right. Yeah.
2: And
1: it just it just shook me, bro. Like, mm. oh yeah. And it was that night, and then uh, then I came to see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever
0: talk to him again, or did you have you seen him again?
1: Or? Nah, he went inside. Um, mm. Just after that, he just uh, yeah, he he did some stuff. Um, he'd done some stuff. It was actually before that, and then he got caught, and then I saw him, and then and then he went. I never just, just never got a chance. Mm. And he wasn't yeah. So, but I, I did say I did say to his family like, hey, if he ever wants to come back, like, slate clean, he's welcome um but just, yeah just didn't, didn't work out but mm. yeah man i'm still still thinking about that kid. still pray for that kid like he's yeah 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 because you know that was a couple of years ago
0: when you came on yeah um man that that technique of compassion like getting into the kids that way mm. like, um Obviously, it's worked for you. Like it was well. Up, that's the thing. Up until like, that point, up, oh. up until that point, yeah. yeah. That's
1: it. I mean, I've you know, and crazy stories that like where it has been amazing. You know, I had mm. one kid who's like in the middle of a um, a domestic thing that you know I knew really well, and um, he grabbed a, a knife and like went out onto the street and was just like, um, yeah, he just like wanted to hurt himself or anyone else that was around him. Like he was just in that in that mindset. Mm. I just walked behind him, and I was doing the same thing, you know, just just calling him to to who he is, you know. And even though he couldn't see who he was, and but the good thing was about about him, is like he looked at me, you know. He just nothing could calm him down. He and he looked at me, and I just said, "Bro, I love you, bro. I've, I've got you, no matter what." And just tears came down. He dropped the knife, you know. And the, so I've kind of had amazing experiences like that, where that's mm-hmm. <clears> you <clears know <throat> more dangerous. He's got the knife. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Um, but, you know, you have experiences like that and you just, so you just like 100% believe like, man, compassion wins. So you just mm-hmm. see these amazing experiences. So for the one time that it doesn't after 20 years of doing it, you know, <laughs> it kind of, it rocked
0: me, man. Yeah. At the same time, it was only once in oh, 20 yeah, years. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah.
1: Now that it's like three years, four, almost four years on, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I've processed it and stuff and kind yeah. of gone, you know, like, yeah, he was just in a, in a moment of trauma, you know, mm-hmm. kind of reliving some trauma and, um. Because I, you know, I think about that that kid, and what and what had happened was, um, uh, he's actually a, v- a very good boxer. Um, when he, we, before he even came to me, and he came to me. We was sparring, not hard sparring, but he was sparring another boy. But I think the boy that he was sparring was good, and so was he. But I think he he felt like he didn't get the better of the other boy, and um, and then we sat down to do abs. Was finishing, and I saw a tear come down. And I think the world that he lives in, man, there's there's no there's no room for tears, you know. And so he just turned that into into, you know, anger and rage and like, you know, just pshh. And so, um yeah.
0: Yeah. It's um the evidence is out there like with, with trauma and that of these kids when they're young and then you know, they go into the world and, you know, they struggle. Yeah. You know, with mental health and all that kind of oh, yeah. stuff. And yeah. you know, you we know through evidence and what we see and what we hear. Like it's it's that n- being neglected when you're younger. Eh? Mm. Yeah, you know, and it can be a lot of situations. It can yeah. be the situation can be different for everybody. Like you know, parents are not there. Yeah, or the parents are not not as good. Yeah, or you know, stuff. Yeah, y- eight, heaps of things. And it's yeah. all about having a cycle. It's a cycle, way. Eh? Totally, hundred percent. It's a cycle. So if yeah. if the parents, if the, maybe the dad's abusive, even the mum's abusive or alcoholic, but that comes from when they're kids. Yeah. And it's their parents, and yeah, and, back and, it, and the, it just keeps going. Yeah, and that if they don't take care of it, then they're gonna do it to their own kids. Yeah, and then that generation, next generation, yeah. same. Yeah, cycle goes yeah. on again. Right? Yeah, that's so,
1: why I think it's like it's such a special thing when when a cycle breaks because you yeah. know that it's not just it's not just there. Like if a young person changes their life, you realize that like, oh, that's that's not a life that's changed. That's like generations that have got there of, of brokenness, mm. and then. There's generations after that That are healed And and a lot more whole In their lives mm. So it's incredible You know Like if you think of Yeah Like just You think Oh yeah that young person That's an awesome story You know They turn their lives around They're not doing that anymore They've But Even better than that It's like Their kids Like I love I, You know I talk about my, my boy Levi You know who, who um I've said You know Many times He's living rough And came to live with us And and he's turned his life around. I look at his kids now, you know, and his kids were actually his son was just with me at um, at Isaac Peaches, you know, um, hanging out. Beautiful kids, you know. And that cycle's broken, mm. amazing. And then they're going to have kids, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And 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 that breaking the cycle, like, so social workers have identified this, you know, and how how does it how, if, if that's the answer to break the cycle? Like, isn't all the resources should be going into breaking cycles? Mm. Because when I think about like um, social welfare, you know, because I've heard other people talk about social welfare, the people that don't agree with it Mm. and say it's it's wrong, it's bad. Mm. It it cultivates the cycle. Yeah. Sort of thing because there's no incentive.
1: It definitely does. I I agree with that. You know, like I I definitely, yeah, it's one, you know, we're already kind of talking about politics, aren't we? But, you Mm -hmm. know, everything's political. And I think, you know, like I, I sit in a really weird place where, Um, You know, I consider myself left wing, but I feel homeless in the left nowadays, you know, and and I think it's one of those things that I'm like, it's not that I disagree with, with um, helping our most vulnerable uh, people. It's that the way we're doing it Mm. is not helping. Mm. It's just, it's not working. It's just like, it doesn't restore. Um, mana or like a self of, of a sense of self or any kind of self-respect or anything like that like it doesn't it doesn't restore any of that it just perpetuates kind of like um, the, the opposite of that mm. you know so
0: but it's good that you know this and you're there's your opinion on it it's good because because mm. if there is a way to fix things mm. then why don't people listen like why like if you're in a, if, if your job is to be a social worker and help, and then from helping you identify what's wrong, and then and then from that, you know what's wrong, you know how to fix it. Mm. Doesn't that, shouldn't that filter up to the higher ups and then come back down? Okay, we'll put all the resources towards that. And you know, it seems easy, like, it yeah. seems like a simple, like, let's he, get all these guys out in the field, Yeah, come back. So what's the story? What's happening? Okay, how do we fix it? Okay, let's do it yeah like to me that's it sounds simple but it's yeah. not eh?
1: well it is it is simple i mean I, you know um nigel Lada, um do you know nigel Lada? you did he did like uh, documentaries on um he's the economics guy oh no no oh no that's a different guy but oh. he, he's a psychologist oh yeah um, yeah actually a lot of people in my field don't like him but he did have <laughs> uh, he did have a really good saying that um you know we can make the mistake in thinking that complex issues require complex solutions mm-hmm. um when actually you know the solutions are quite simple, but they're hard and they take they take a while you know and I th- and I think that's probably the thing is that um politicians' m- main goal is to get reelected, so mm-hmm. you have three years to make a difference and if you imagine the amount of trauma you know if you imagine well I was actually talking to a friend of mine who's homeless um the other week I seen him in ages, and then um he came back to Henderson, he's living rough there,' having a conversation. And it wasn't about it wasn't anything deep, but it reminded me of a past conversation that I'd had with this guy. man, he's like talk about trauma, mm. you know what I mean and and it's kind of like that i I think about his life and like the trauma that he's lived, and like um the solutions are kind of like you know a ten week program of this or an eight week program of that, or mm-hmm. a brief intervention here or and it's all so that um people can be seen to be making results within a three year period that they can then tell the people hey we made this results but none of them are, are long lasting or or even real you know mm. like um like youth employment for us um in the youth sector was was big for a while still kind of is but it was really big for a while and so we, when a topic's big um that's where the money goes so you know there was lots of contracts with youth employment and stuff like that so you imagine like, and you think, yeah, that's that's good, man. You know, people get employed, they start feeling better about themselves, da-da-da. But if you think about, you know, people that aren't employed, um, well, there's, you know, people that aren't employed for various reasons, but for, for those that are like chronically unemployed, you know, there's a lot that's gone on in their life. And so um, what people were doing was, and what the expectation was, is that um, – Especially for young people, we were pushing young people into employment before they were ready They had no sense of belief in themselves, you know, they had no desire to work or and they didn't even, you know, they, they had no um, Yeah, they just weren't ready, you know, and but there was this kind of this push into employment so then the young person would go into employment they'd have a bad experience because they didn't want to be there so then they'd leave but then the employer would have a really bad experience as well and be like I don't want to hire young people and you guys give me anymore because
2: mm.
1: you know it's gone after day two Um but the statistic was is that that young person was unemployed and then they got employed so then the government
0: was like "Hey, so that's a tick the box thing man,' <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit of the numbers yeah. and, and that's politics eh like yeah and this is why people don't trust politicians because, yeah. you know, when they say they don't get things done, it's all about the numbers for them. Yeah. And in such so a short period of time. Because.
1: But you know what, Barry, to, to be, to kind of challenge it a little bit, I would say it's it's not the politicians, that's us. Because what's our expectation of a politician? And you see it all the time, oh, flipping politicians, da-da-da-da. you know, like, what's our expectation of them? You know, like, are we willing to kind of say to a politician, um, I don't expect any results for 10 years. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, ooh, that's... And we don't vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's an
0: interesting question. What what do we expect from a politician if if we know well enough that, you know, nothing gets done? Yeah. Or things take long to get done, Yeah, you know?
1: It's funny because I've, like, I've completely changed my opinion on politicians. I mean, I still have a bit of a... A dark side of that because I've met plenty of politicians that are just a just that little bit slimy, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> actually, I have one. Thing. I was in uh, when I was working at Zeal. We we're in um, oh yeah, so we were in Capertee Coast, and we were doing this thing for for a high school. We had this like, big blob soccer field. It was awesome, where It was like doing this thing for, and this politician basically just like came in in his car, and he came in hot, bro. I was like, what is that? <laughs> Whoa! Got out of his car. Like charged in, it's like, hey, I'm da Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, shook hands, got a photo, boom, gone. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what? He, he got the photo up and was gone, man. I was just like, oh, bro. <laughs> but then I've met other politicians that have, like, you know, mm. bef- when the cameras are gone. Jacinda was actually really known for that. She was like, when the cameras are gone, she's still there, like serving food and doing oh, right, it, you know doing right. thing. Yeah. Well, whatever you think about her, it's just you know that's just a a part of her that was true. Um, but I do think like being when I was um, elected to the local board, even just on that small level, there was this real kind of thing of like the the perception of politicians, but then the expectation, um, you know, like so so on a, on a local level everyone hates paying rates but everyone hates being stuck in traffic like that you you got to choose like it's yeah. it's one it's one or another and then so everyone campaigns on, campaigns on like well i'll get rid of the fat you know and then they get in like le- le- like what's his name is it wayne brown is now and he's like oh, there's not a lot of fat it's actually just we don't we're just not paying enough rates compared to other places in the country mm. and uh sorry in the world so it's like well we can only do what we can you know like cost this much and we and we can't afford it
0: mm. well and it so seems like all that all that money is going towards stuff that people don't want yeah a lot of things yeah 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 like i yeah. think in town the biggest grab is the is the cycleways yeah downtown you yeah know? yeah that's yeah. right
1: yeah 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 there's definitely like this big um it's an unrealistic push from 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 AT where um yeah, it's just it's it's almost like there's a lack of proximity now to to people on the ground. You know, mm. it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'll I'll ride us ride my bike, and I'll take my three kids and drop them at three different schools, and then go do the shopping on my bike.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder, like. Are the people that make these, these decisions, are they the ones on bikes doing shopping in there? You
1: know what? I called that, bro. Actually, you know? I, was, I was in a meeting once when I was on local board and AT <laughs> was there and the, and the politicians were there and they were all about, talking about cycle lanes and I went, okay, I got to ask, put your hand up if you rode your bike here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: And, and some of the decisions, you know, you scratch your head and, and you just wonder if, they made the decision because they've experienced, like, this is the way forward. Like Because yeah. they've done it.
1: Yeah. But they haven't. No. Nah. That's what I mean, it's like, like, it's it's lack of proximity to the to the real world, I think. That's why I say, like, I feel, I feel like I'm homeless on the left now because it's like, I feel like the horse has bolted kind of a little bit on the left. Like, it it, it was a real kind of, um, well, it's, you know, labor. So, it was about the working person, you know. It was about those at the bottom that were, you know. So, it was that trying to, trying to get them a 40-hour week because they were, Breaking their ass on coal mines for next to nothing, doing eighty-hour weeks. You know, it was, it was that kind of. Um, where now it's kind of like when I think of the left, I think of, you know, a Green Party member on Waiheke, aring, sw- swirling her rosé as she <laughs> talks about the plight <laughs> of the poor. You know, it's just, this, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it gets, yeah, it
0: gets too much. sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I'm still like trying to think what my expect expectations are for politicians there eh? because that that is a good question yeah and yeah. like and 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 you know we we're talking before about how to get things done you know we know what the problem is we know the solutions let's get resources into that but then there's a battle against the the proclivity of a position mm. you know the three year span of trying to get votes again yeah like you start maybe the first year is okay you thought and then the Oh shit! I gotta make sure I'm I'm back in. Yeah. So better. Yeah. Make sure I'm you know doing all the yeah. shaking hands and all that, taking yeah. photos, and then taking off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I wonder if like like if you're if you're a politician and you're doing all that, maybe you're the face of it, and your staff needs to get all the jobs done.
1: I definitely think there is a um. Well, this is the interesting thing is I think when um, a new party comes into. Effect that there's this massive changeover, but there's not like it's kind of like the politicians change, but all the staff of all those ministries are exactly the same people mm. doing the same things. It's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they take direction from the ministers for sure, but mm. um, yeah, it's just you know, it's yeah. This,
0: yeah, yeah. So, you know, your time when 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 did you finish up at a local board because that's when you started the West Side Boxing? There, oh, yeah, you, and that's well, why I didn't there's a little overlap. A, a little
1: bit but that's why i didn't rerun as i was kind of like, i just want sole focus on on west city boxing and, and trying to you know get that get that going so mm. um so i didn't re i didn't rerun but um yeah so that would have been 2020 i think mm. yeah
0: i think it was a bit a bef- little bit before you came on the first time like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so um, that, was, that was a interesting uh sort of a project to get into and
1: eye-opening man yeah yeah i did yeah. two terms you know he's only just six years on on local board and yeah man um and met incredible people like i i definitely think and and you know like this is a local level so it's not like they're politicians but they're not you know the, the same mm-hmm. um but um yeah man i was i was actually surprised at i remember turning up to a meeting. As a politician, on one side, and there was just like this amazing perception of like who I was, you know, like I was, I was just like to them, I was like this, um, you know, nasty, you know, just just all the things you would think of a politician, and as, I just remember having this moment of like, oh, like I'm that to them you know what i mean like they yeah. don't know anything about me but there's a perception of who i am mm. and i and then i think yeah i i had that <laughs> perception as well like of of the other people that are here with me yeah. you know and then i got to know them and i was like oh man you you're awesome you are just you know kind of stuck in a in a little bit of a broken system mm. but trying to do your best
0: because i remember that um during the um elections the, the mayoral elections that was a good time for the podcast because yeah everyone wanted to come on and talk yeah yeah so i got a few people on i got that um what's that guy the he used to be a broadcaster um lord what's his name something lord no. he went for it i think he came third ah yeah
1: um oh okay Yeah, for the mayoralty yeah ah yeah yeah third yeah. or
0: fourth or something yeah but he was talking about the that how it works with the because I don't know how local board works yeah and then local board you got the councillors then the mayor yeah and the local boards supposed to be the guys on the ground yeah getting all the getting all the, the data so Ye- they can feed yeah. up to the yeah s- if there's yeah. any problems in the community or in the. there's
1: actually really little a local board can do like kind of parks and community centers and that sort of stuff yeah it has over, so but outside of that you know basically just like trying to get the counselors to um to pay attention and we're we're actually like i have to say we're lucky out west um you know shane henderson is he's actually a really good um he's really good at his job yeah Mm -hmm. he's he's you know he went to calston boys he's kind of like he's west through and through He, he genuinely loves this community um, and that's what you want, eh? Guys yeah, that are yeah, born yeah, and bred here, yeah, out yeah, west. Yeah, and and Linda Cooper too. Like I, you know, she's definitely one that, if I'm honest, like when before I'd met her, I had a perception of it, and then when I got to know, her, I was like, well, you're the real deal," you know. Like, um, yeah. So I think, and I and I've seen them fight. Like I've seen them in rooms, like fight for the west. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, respect, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, because that Lord guy, he was talking about how. He wanted to give more power to the to the local board. Because mm. he said that they didn't have much. They didn't, yeah. yeah. And they don't, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I probably agree with that. I think, you know, if there's people that are in the community doing community stuff, that makes sense that um, if they're tapped into what the community is already doing, mm. um, where, you know, people at the top is kind of like, that's just that suburb over there, you know. Right. What does what the, the mayor yeah. know about? about henderson you know probably not a lot
0: Mm. so were you just fed up or just had enough of um of it and then
1: it was definitely a little bit like um we'd get small ones that i'd be really excited about and then big frustrations where i'm like i don't think this can i just don't think i'm really like i'm kind of like if i'm not being effective i just i just Mm. like why am i doing this like it's not there's really no point um and i felt that from time to time um but no, I wasn't. I mean, I, I probably, if I wasn't starting, like if I was still at Zeal and I wasn't starting this new um, this new not-for-profit, then I, I probably would have tried to run again. Yeah. Mm. But I just was like, man, I'm so focused. Like I just really want to get this boxing club out going, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, I was so passionate about it. Still am, you know. So how did that start?
0: Anyway, what was your idea at the beginning?
1: Oh, well, it kind of fell into it. So I, um, I was at Zeal. Uh, so Zeal is... Um, is a youth center there's actually youth centers all around the country um mostly the north island um which are just kind of well they they started as kind of like these creative arts venues so all age, all ages shows and stuff like that um is where they got their 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 popularity and and um yeah lots and lots of young people go through so in henderson at the front of west wave is zeal it's a big you know thousand meter thousand square meter uh, venue that has all sorts of kind of creative stuff going on and um so i i just wandered in there one day not not even i just kind of wandered in there cuz i was like who are these people in my neighborhood <laughs> and um and then i was like oh this is cool you know and and kind of stuck around and then i ended up running seal for a little while um but in the in the middle there when i um when i was working there we had a um a gang come in just like a youth gang and they we were just weren't really hitting it with uh, the creative stuff they're kind of just a little bit wild and stuff like that and i was like oh man like and because i'd grown up boxing and and had a lot to do with boxing I was like, i'm like maybe i'll get them super tired <laughs> 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 and then they'll just go back home and go to sleep um and then yeah but as soon as i started it like i, rem- I remember the first day actually um you know the kids were super excited about because so I told them, oh, yeah, well, I'm gonna start a boxing program with you guys. Are you came for that, and they're like, Yo, you know, yeah. all <laughs> about that. Yeah, teach me how to throw a um, and then so we did a little bit, we had a talk, and then we went over um to a hill and just we did hill sprints, yeah. and very they were just hating it, like this, <laughs> you know, so yeah. doing it. but they did it, yeah. and I made it competitive too. So I was like, Kind of, people that were similar sizes, like okay you two go and then i and then i'd whisper to one of them Bro, i reckon he can beat you up the hill <laughs> you know so they they're going for it but kind of hated it yeah but they don't the want room with a boxing bag <laughs> <though>. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: they were like it's just boxing <laughs>
1: yep uh, but then walking back to zeal i'd had i still have this vivid memory of like looking over my shoulder and seeing these guys who are normally like just down here just like shoulders back and like feeling a real sense of pride you know like they did a thing they accomplished it and they mm. feel good you know and so it's just that little and i was like oh i think I'm, i think i'm onto something here yeah. and um yeah so i ran it at and it was like this is awesome but i was kind of like the goal to, is to do this like mm. just expand this like just do this um do so you have
0: bags in that at the at Zeal? Yeah, and, yeah, we had some freestanding bags. And, bo- and boxing yeah. um classes. N- not
1: a lot, but yeah, so we did the box yeah, so I did boxing classes at Zeal with a small group. Um Yeah, so and so one of them is working for me now and um, as one of the coaches and the other one is um with Adrian at Alpha Boxing, uh, working there. So he's they're still they're still doing it and great amazing young men now that mm-hmm. are doing really good. Um yeah, so it kind of started there, and that's kind of just how it. So it kind of just fell into it. I was just like trying to solve a problem of mm. like, yeah, doing something with these young people that would engage them.
0: So you know, it starts off like that, but is, is like your gym now, like getting into getting guys in that want to go into professional amateur. Yeah, yeah. There, so no? we've
1: yeah we we're actually doing I, we're doing well. We're doing really good as, as a gym. Um, yeah, we've got we've got you know people that have have done really well on a national level um you know represented new zealand and, and pacific games and, oh, like, yeah. and um and uh, samoa last year and and doing yeah doing really well and so we have a good competitive team mm. um yeah it's a, it's a kind of a weird thing of so we sit in a really weird place you know because a lot of people are like so are you boxing or are you youth development and i'm like yep both <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah those yeah, yeah. um yeah and i and i i love both you know like i'm i'm yeah really passionate about both like i don't want to teach i don't want to teach crappy boxing you know like i want to teach really good boxing Mm. um and so yeah it's a it's a a big part of it but it's also a big part of like teaching really good boxing and doing doing well as a gym is really good for youth development because young people that come in you know then some of them who have kind of grown up in the system they're used to kind of like programs for program's sake you know like oh this is a youth program and it's free you know like and it's like oh another one i have to do you know mm. where they come in there and they go oh whoa there's look at those guys like wow oh, they're competing and doing well and um you know oh look at that trophy or you know whatever and it's kind of like oh yeah, it's the real deal you know and so it kind of gets them excited you know the ones that are coming mm. in and stuff like that as well so it's good it's it's kind of good for both um and then i think the the boxers who are kind of like competing and doing really good it's 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 good for them to kind of see the youth development side as well and kind of yeah. be, be involved in that, you know? Yeah,
0: because I can see them wanting to give back too.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: And you always see that with athletes, say, eh? when, when yeah. someone sort of makes it, you know, they always want to feel like they want to give back. Yeah. And it, was, it always
1: starts with the kids. It's, and yeah. it's crazy, man. Like, you, I just, I'm still blown away by it. Like, I think, you know, like we, you know, we had um, Isaac Peach on the show. So those guys, you know, like they're a gym in West Auckland. I mean, look at, they're punching like fuck, they're doing good. On a global level, all mm. of those people, Andre, Jerome, Mia, like they've come and spent time with our kids, bro. Mia's come down with our girls, so we do girls' classes. Our girls are just like, they're yeah. just like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like Mia walks in, the girls are just like, oh my God, you know? And same as um yeah like we've got a bunch of Liston boys with us and and um you know Andre went to Liston so you know this guy's it. like yeah So it's amazing like they're like you know ranked mm. like super ranked like me mm. as world champion mm. h- hanging out with like, like that
0: I know what you mean man because you know when I was with Isaac I was just amazed in how like you're right how big they are like, yeah from from just having the idea and starting from scratch a yeah. simple thing like on the yeah. deck. yeah. And getting Jerome in from next door. Like, yeah. Oh, they'll do some punching in the next minute. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like yeah. going to England and doing all those yeah. M- matches. Yeah. Me as champion of the world. Yeah. You know.
1: But they're not, they're not, yeah. They're, and, and. But the The surprising thing is, they're not selfish with it. Like yeah. they just, they just, they like, yeah, spread it out. Mm.
0: You know. Yeah, it was interesting talk because we talked about um, just like the, the status of the sport of boxing in New Zealand. Mm. Like New Zealand's always been. Fan of boxing as mm. a as a country, you know, we've yeah. always had good boxers, you know, yeah, David Tua to back to G- Jim Piel, you know, mm. like those days, and even now, you know, yeah. I think combat sports in general, yeah, yeah. New Zealand's always had a love affair with, yeah, that, but it's never accepted in the mainstream, eh, for some reason, yeah, it's crazy, you yeah. know, yeah. We've,
1: Oh yeah, you look at the the whole stuff that kind of happened with with um, Israel Arasanya, eh? That mm. With the media and stuff like that. I mean, he's just, you know he's a global superstar and like gets like a tiny little segment on One News or something. Yeah. This is like if that, you know? It's kind of like, yeah, it is it is a strange thing, eh?
0: He's a good example, yeah. Of, and you know, if if you take New Zealand out, oh well, he's popular around the world. He's like yeah. a David Beckham sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Eh? Like, yeah, 100%. you know,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We I don't know. It's just it's, it's sad to me.
1: And it's I don't know, I mean I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but I do think um like I so I heard and I don't know if this is true or not, but I definitely I heard um from a friend of mine who's doing a sports degree, he was saying like in the um nineties. Do you remember when like NBA was huge? Remember like nineties, yeah, yeah. You remember like <laughs> you did you know my older brother played basketball, Aaron? Oh uh, like redhead. He oh. was he was really good. It was it was a really good basketball player. Anyway, yeah. we'd we'd go to like Liston College because they were the only ones that left their hoops up. There'd be like a hundred people there, like every you know, like every day after school, every, all weekend. I mean, yeah, like nineties yeah. was huge, eh? Nineties like was huge for basketball. So apparently, <laughs> um, apparently the NZR whatever the New Zealand rugby, mm-hmm. um, were are like we need to do something about this, and somehow got the nba taken off i don't know if this is true but this is what i heard from someone who did a sports degree that they they basically were like yeah rugby's under threat we need to do something about this and got it taken off because you could watch nba on tv mm. you know and so they i got think it. Neil wacker was hosting yeah yeah nba, <laughs> yeah, NBA
0: show on tv three years um, yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: it's kind of like so you know yeah i think about like the combat sports and, that, and they're like yeah i don't know i no proof at all or anything, but I, I just my conspiracy brain starts thinking about like you know, that sort of thing. Like
0: no, it's a good thing to think about because you know, Inzidara is a beast in New mm. Zealand, and man, they they are suffering right now because. Mm sport of super rugby, is, man has gone on decline, man. Like yeah. no one's going to any NPC games. No one's watching it. Does it's e- not competitive.
1: Yeah. even at a grassroots level, you know, like my my boy, you know, c- came up through wider matter, and he still, you know, he still plays at at mm. listen, his is his main thing, but um, you know, he still plays rugby for Liston and stuff and you know, he loves it, but um but even on that grassroots level, like when I was playing at wider matter, it just, like, just seemed like every team was packed, you know. Mm get you know those prize givings on a saturday and you know all the older guys are big big bots and Mm. and you know it's a kind of a big atmosphere prize giving now it's like hardly anyone and it's just you know so you could see that that kind of threat is there for sure
0: yeah and i I don't think i think they need to do something fast because they're not going to recover if they don't change and i say that because i'm a rugby union fan Mm. but i've been watching nrl because nrl was mean like nrl is like See as a product If you look at NRL What they're doing oh, over there Totally And agree. how they're marketing Yeah bro And look at the Warriors Yeah And look how you go to the stadium See the light show And all yeah. that kind of stuff Like for the fans Yeah All that kind of stuff is an American kind of style right Yeah You do it for the fans Yeah Like you make sure the fans are happy Yeah Got, got what they want yeah. Entertainment Yeah This is entertainment Sports entertainment Yeah You know Keep yeah. the fans happy You know? yeah. And You look at rugby They're not doing anything to yeah, the fans Yeah right You know yeah. There's no like I don't know
1: yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I don't watch rugby, so I don't. I don't know. But it's yeah. It's 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 interesting that they still have, they clearly still have a lot of power. You know, mm. in terms of their ability to influence. So yeah, I mean, we've you know currently right now we have two hundred and thirty five young people in our boxing classes, and we have a wait list of of over a hundred young people. At West City boxing. At West City boxing. Two hundred and thirty five. In. Right the, now. Yeah. Oh, wow. yep. We have twenty six classes a week. Classes of thirty. Um, yeah, so we have got a four o'clock, four forty five, five thirty, six thirty class, like wow. every day. And then our competitors classes and sparring with other gyms and you know, all of that sort of fun top. But you know, look at that demand, man, it's crazy, you know, and it's kind of like that's that's where combat sports are at right now mm. and no one's talking about it like
0: why is that? Why is that? Is it NZR? <laughs> 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 putting the brakes on? <laughs> don't sue me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, NZR, they their rights to Sky TV is like I think it's a hundred million. Wow, hundred million dollars. Sky TV to show the games in Australia. It's I think it's only it's only forty million. Yeah, cause right. They're like the fourth biggest sport now. Yeah, right. I Think it's AFL NRL. Cricket then rugby, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's, it's suffering there. Eh? But man, it was interesting. Interesting talking about the basketball, you mm. know, and what that conspiracy theory if they did do that because, man, I remember I do remember how popular basketball was. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. I think. Plus, basketball as a sport was, was it's accessible. Yeah, you know, you can, all you need is a ball and a hoop. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't need a team To yeah. play with Or Even a hoop Like you Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And it's so cool man you see Michael Jordan Back in those days And yeah. Just want to be like that And yeah. you know Play How
1: yeah. many Bent hoops Are eh, in the 90s bro Just even when you Get like, yeah. hoops like this <laughs>
0: But even like I don't know But Even when New Zealand basketball As a Organisation As an association Around New Zealand mm. It's It's a shambles eh? there. Is it It's like Messed up eh? uh, like, They hardly get any money From yeah. government And They just struggle to You know Everyone knows the story About Stephen Adams mm. uh, Why he doesn't want to play For the Tall Because mm. of how he was treated When he was yeah. coming up You know He had to pay his own way And yeah. that kind of stuff And he made it You know He tells the story Why he doesn't want to play For the Tall Blacks But it's true Yeah Like It's sort of like Unorganised mm. They don't have a proper structure right. From the top down Like Everybody's starting to make their own, own basketball leagues. You know, got got the Polynesian first Polynesian basketball in in West Auckland every year happening. Really, but there's it's nothing to do with New Zealand basketball. Oh, really? And you got you got like other things, other things around the country. We have these basketball camps. Mm. Like kids go to Tauranga to play in that competition. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But these are made up by. Ex-basketball players, yeah, they go and do their own thing, yeah, you know, and they're not affiliated with New Zealand basketball, yeah. So it's like New Zealand basketball doesn't want to support any of this yeah, kind of right. stuff. So whereas you know uh, rugby union in this country, it's all structured, yeah. You got uh, yeah you know, in that controls everything, yeah. You got so your it's a pathway up, yeah. It's a pathway yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. so yeah. basketball doesn't have that. Mm. Like Things all Fair mixed right. up, but the sport of of boxing in New Zealand that's sort of do you get involved with New Zealand boxing yeah yeah
1: yeah for, for sure yeah mm. yeah so um yeah well I mean we we um we're we're an Olympic style boxing gym we do amateur boxing um yeah so there's there's amateur boxing corporate and, and professional in New Zealand um and we our main focus is with amateur boxing so so we have big you know Yep. So, so uh, you know the way it works in New Zealand is you, you you've got your gym. If they're if they do amateur boxing, they'll be associated to a to well, I was going to say a regional body, but they're they're not actually all regional. there, but but they're called regional bodies. So um, Auckland Boxing Association. So we're we're associated with Auckland Boxing Association, and they're you know under yeah, uh, yeah Boxing New Zealand. Mm. So that's the pathway. That's the pathway. Yeah. yeah yeah and so so my son for example you know um uh not last year the year before he won uh won national title and so then he got selected for um for the development for the new zealand development this one, he's you know 13 14 um and then um yes yeah, so they do camps and that sort of stuff so so there's um i think you know um last year and this year they're doing they're doing a lot more in terms of kind of that grassroots more development looking for talent and then Mm. you know kind of trying to bring them up through which is which is awesome definitely been yeah it's been awesome like seeing my son and, and it's been great for me as well like i always say like my superpower as a coach is like i don't really have any ego in the game like i'm kind of just like so i'll i'll normally turn up and my my biggest thing is i will um just pretend like i don't know anything and coaches are amazing because they're they're not like they're not greedy with the the knowledge that they have Mm. so i if i go and just act like i don't know anything and and coaches are free with their knowledge so i'm just like i'm just constantly you know grazing you know what 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 could work for my young people and um in our gym um and these development camps are awesome like that you know like you go down there's like you know the, the, the New Zealand development coaches and then the coaches around those coaches and, you know, that bring the young people. And so there's just lots of, it's great for, for you know, for my son that's that's in the team. It's great for me as well because I'm mm. just, you know, kind of going, yeah, that's, I'm going to take that back or, oh yeah, I have been doing that, right? Or, you know, like that sort of thing or like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not sure about that, but I'm, you know, but maybe I could adapt it like this in mm. my gym or, yeah, that sort of thing. so
0: that, that, That's good because you at least want that to, um be available with the information there eh? yeah you know yeah because yeah. you always hear bad stories about people that not want to talk about anything eh?
1: yeah it's funny like i it's just has not been my experience with mm. with amateur boxing eh? like all the most not all but most of the coaches i've met have just been great and you know like yeah come over for sparring or, you know yeah. oh you've got that kid. oh yeah i've got a kid about that wait you should come over and you know it's <laughs> it's awesome so, yeah yeah, and I'm, you know, just, I'm painting a really lovely picture. I'm you not know, everyone's like that, but I've, you know, I, I, I just try to. Um, it's it's just a big thing for me where I'm like, I, I really want, and I get it wrong. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I, I can be a real asshole, and and um, but I'm really trying not to be. Like I really wanna, I really wanna be kind to everyone that I meet. Like mm. I just want, I want that to be my legacy now. Like I'm getting older, and I kind of think, yeah. So people are really good to me. I don't know, if, I don't know if everyone's good to each other, but. I'm, yeah some people kind of look it, almost it's weird like when you're kind to people they'll either be like oh that's cool or they'll meet it with like um suspicion almost yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> why is it be, <laughs> this is weird uh, yeah
0: yeah but. must be a real good community like like mm. i can see it like other gyms you know when they meet and oh they want oh, that's what they want to get their guys to spy each other yeah, yeah, yeah. other gyms don't yeah it's that kind of thing yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's kind of like when I when I started this gym, you know, I was worried that I was like going to be seen as competition, almost. You know, we I just haven't experienced that. You know, people mm. being like, "Oh, awesome!" And I, and now like I'm you know five years into into it, I'm kind of like um, I'm running my own gym. You know, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it because probably what lacks mostly in amateur boxing is is competition. It's mm. just having enough people. You know, by the time you go weight, age, gender. You know, like, oh, how many people are doing amateur boxing that are that way? You know, it's like the young fella was at Isaac Peaches today, you know, and I had my little 40 kg fella. You know, there's just no one else at our gym that's like, you know, the next guy, go, we got heaps of big island boys in our gym, you know, yeah. it's like so. He, um, but Isaac's got a guy, you know, he's just like, yeah, bring him over and we'll get them <laughs> in the ring and they're throwing down. It's awesome, it's great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that's that's kind of probably the one thing that, that um, of why you know gyms are kind of like yeah let's all well, so now when i see another boxing gym open up if they're doing amateur boxing i'm like yeah awesome cool mm. and I'm like bring bring more in um, how many out
0: west how many
1: um so boxing uh, gyms that do amateur boxing yeah or how many uh, oh, gyms like yours so uh imran uh runs a gym called universal boxing in tiritu peninsula uh peach obviously um us um I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's other other gyms doing awesome stuff, um, but I'm not sure if there's any more that are doing amateur boxing mm. out west. Oh no, I think um, Vin at um, Combat Center. I think that they've got they've got amateur they've got rich amateur boxers as well. Obviously, they do multiple things, but they've got amateur boxers as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I could be missing someone, but
0: yeah, so the community is there, in?
1: Eh? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's there. But if you think about like, so I've got two hundred and thirty five kids. When you think, like, oh, that's huge. But I've got like fifteen competitors, and that's big, you know. Like compared to some gyms, it's like, well, that's a lot of competitors. But um, and then if you take that fifteen, you go, okay, what's your weight? What's your age? You know, like for a cadet, a mini cadet, you need know, to be within two kg, you know, to to get a competition. You can do exhibition belts, but just to get a competition, you know, you can be within two kg. We've got to be within, you know, um, 24 months of, of a, uh, date of birth, you know, going to be the same gender. So by the time you go like that, all of a sudden it's, you know, it's a lot of, where you go over to countries that have bigger populations, um, whether boxing's big or not, just population, you know, like, um, it's, yeah, and it's even harder for our girls, you know, we've got three competitive girls. You know, I've got one girl who's great. She's had three exhibition belts, and no competitive belts, even though I've nominated it for everything. It's just because there's just no one no one around. So the, the exhibition means that they didn't quite meet that, but they can still get in and, and, and give it a good go. Uh but it's just not it's not competition because they didn't quite there was just wasn't quite that match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the exhibition belts, are they like the same rules as the yeah. big exhibition belt? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And they I you know Normally what will happen is I'll, I'll have a conversation with the other coach So um, Yeah so if, like for that girl uh, In one of her bouts, The other girl was, was a lot more experienced So I just had a conversation with that coach And just said hey like this is where my girl is at And um, you know And he was like Charlie um, At, at um, Taumaranui you know he was like Oh yeah, you know i will tell my girl she'll look after her, you know, and so and she did you know. Mm. Where others, where it's a little bit closer, but maybe there's a thing. It's like yeah, go. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Man, two hundred and something boxes in your gym, like must be. How do you manage that? Like with the I you know, you have the classes, but how do people know to come in and there's a bag for you or there's space? They have oh, to it's, come it's on super the... organised. So that, oh, yeah. that you
1: come into like we've we've planned our classes, so you come in. Um, they have the book or? oh so you you have to register so you register through our website and at the moment unfortunately you will they will get an email back saying unfortunately we're full we can't take any more young people on but you're on a wait list and we'll get in contact with you when when we can um
0: sounds like bigger space needed <laughs> yeah
1: yeah oh, <laughs> it just feels like work yeah um but yeah, and so, so then we've got, so like, so we've got, you know, our mini cadet boys is a class of 30. And so our mini cadets are kind of like 9 to 11 years old. So that's that class of 30. And then we've got our cadet ones. So that's um, uh, 12, 13 and 14 years old. So we've got cadet ones and then cadet twos. So we've got two classes of those. Um, and then we've got our junior youth um, which are 15, uh, fifteen, sixteen and um seventeen, eighteen. Um, and then we've got kind of elites above that and we've got two classes of those each as well. And so they're all of thirty. So they just they just mix with their thirty to begin with anyway. Right. So they so one class will come in on a Monday and Wednesday, and the other class will come in on a Tuesday and Thursday, and then we've got girls. So we've got two we've got two rooms and so they run. So we've got one class running here and one class running next door. Um yeah so it seems it's that's a lot of people if you had them all in one space but it is kind of like four o'clock you know there's 60 kids there spread over two rooms and then you know some kind of like hang around on the couches and da da but but then mostly you know like they clear out and then the next 60 come in right yeah right
0: wow (laughs) and a span of two years
1: yeah well not 2019 we started in that little hall in sunnyvale um but it took a while to really kind of get going so in 2019 we're mostly kind of like going into the hall after the crocheting club and before the taekwondo you know it was like kind of like you know do some pads with with a few kids and then kind of like grew from there and then 2020 we were still there 2021 we moved to henderson and then um 2022 we expanded next door
0: I was thinking, like, obviously, it's the popularity of, of the sport of boxing and combat sports. Um, but, man, how do you explain the numbers? Like, especially the kids, like, coming in. Mm. Like, like yeah. I can understand going to play soccer or rugby. or, But then it looks like, you know, th- there's a third option here. It's boxing. Yeah. You know? and yeah. The, because the numbers prove that it's popular. Yeah, like,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't advertise at all. Um, mm. It's just, yeah
0: so how do you explain that like what's Mm. what's what's the trend and why yeah it's a Um, good question i
1: haven't really thought of it (laughs) i do think um I, i do think like i the the fact that we're a youth development organization probably plays some part to the numbers because in some ways those those numbers work against us and that's why um i've started a competitive team so um with our competitive team, it's kind of like that high level. And, and part of that is spending time at other gyms and watching how they do it. And um, they just have a focus with a small... Some of them have a focus with a small amount. Like I think of of Peach Boxing as a good example of that. You know, they've got a stable that of like, that's the team. And they do other stuff as well, but that team is just, like, tight family, you know, like... Um, and they, you know, like, uh, you know, if someone doesn't train hard, they'll know about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. that kind of environment. And um, so, you know, having that many numbers at we City Boxing is kind of like, it's worked against us a little bit because people are there for a whole s- variety of reasons, you know. Some are just, you know, they're bullied at school and so they want to kind of get a little bit of confidence. Some um, are just trying to, trying to get fit, you know. Maybe they've been bullied or, you know, all, so, uh, you know a lot of kind of either just walked off the streets and they want to learn how to beat people up better and then but get absorbed into the culture and then that kind of you know that dies down or the referrals from services and stuff but so i've kind of started this this group of kind of like just a really tight-knit group mm-hmm. where it's like if you're here you want to be a world champion like and don't waste my time like you're gone right. if, if you're not here like pick um, the ones that
0: you think or once and take it to the next level sort of thing. yeah yeah. To be serious about it yeah i guess yeah.
1: yeah 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 so that's so yeah and and that's really good like that team is really you know bonding and, and kind of pushing each other and like even tonight like i'm just like i can't be there i'm taking things i'm like turn up and do the work so they don't even have a coach but they're there tonight just like i can see on my phone like i've got <laughs> i was like who's there and they're there, like they turn up and they're just like going for it you know so mm. so it's cool
0: um, because yeah. yeah, you can teach a lot of, of leadership doing that, eh? like through that. Kind yeah, of yeah. Just the man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's really big for us as well. Oh, mm. so that's what I was saying. So I think you know one other thing with our numbers is just that it's that youth development thing. So we, you know, we have a lot of practices where. Uh, when a young person walks into our gym, they're met with smiles and, and, and shaking of hands. You know, and, and all of our kids that are in the class, if you consider we're City Boxing Home, there's an expectation that you'll stop what you're doing. You'll walk up to that person who's just walked in. You'll look them in the eye, give them a handshake, and say hi, and introduce yourself, and so mm. just those kind of little things. That a little bit, probably a little bit more. Well, I mean, there's probably boxing gyms that, that do a lot there, but but it's kind of that youth work practice, I mm. guess. It's kind of like more forefront in my head of like, I want a young person to walk in and immediately feel welcome. You yeah. know, that's um, that sort of thing. That's so I'm I'm guessing that's probably that thing of like why it's why the demand is so huge. Just kind mm. of just stuff like that.
0: Because there's a lot of anxiety. Coming into The oh, like man, flip. Yeah. Right? I remember some of the boxing
1: man. gyms. I went, you know, I went to a number <laughs> of boxing gyms, and and a lot of them were great, but some of them I walked into is just like, yeah, man. You well, even
0: going like, to anything for the first time, mean. oh yeah, yeah, like totally. a group, hundred percent, yeah. You know, because you're yeah. not part of the group you want to join. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't know anyone. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I know? went to a
1: wedding the other weekend, <laughs> eh? and I was like, my, it's like my wife's friend, and I was like, oh man, oh <laughs> they are really nice people, but I'm yeah. just like, oh, I don't know anyone. Or, you know. <laughs>
0: Just, just look on your phone. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, an hour. yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> no one's talking to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, I hate those situations. Yes, I gotta force myself to go talk. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what to talk about, but uh, man just go and just say anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was gonna say, man. You know, white people, man, they're good at doing that. They are, you know, yeah, they are. You know, the mix of mingling, wealthier, wealthier white people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah
1: Different yeah. when you grow up like that. You gotta name that shit.
0: But I think, uh, like when I've, I, I had, I heard some advice about how to approach, like how to be in a a room of people you don't know, or people in different class, and or you, how do you interact? Yeah. And it's and and the advice was better to be yourself in a way where who cares about what they think yeah and because it's something new to them yeah because no matter what you're gonna say no matter what you're gonna say that's true they haven't heard it before yeah and they'll be interested and they'll be interested in um, where were you from again? Like, yeah. what, what's that place like? Yeah. Oh, I know you oh, that's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> t- yeah,
1: now that you say it, I've never really thought about it like as a principle, but it's so true, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, like I experienced that as a politician, you know, like I just, like when I got elected the first time, this is a true story, I went, I went to walk into my igno- inauguration, is that what it is? You know when you get yeah. inauguration? I think yeah, that's yeah. right, weird. Um, and I was stopped by security, I just must have working-class Westie on my face or something. I'm like, and he was, just, oh, sorry, mate, this is just for elected, new elected members in their families. And I was like,
0: yeah, bro, that's, that's me. I'm,
1: I'm I'm one of them. And he was just like, come on. <laughs> I am oh, like, yeah. no, I <laughs> like
2: went away and then came out. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, no, no, all good.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've been in rooms like that where I'm just like feel, feel way out of place with mm. people that are um, – yeah, but you're it's, right. It's it is it kind of like just be myself because they just, yeah. they find it interesting. Then, so. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's almost like you're doing it this, them a disfavor when you not. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I heard that, and it makes sense. Yeah, and took me a while to do it actually. do it Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, I've definitely been in rooms. Around. Yes, <laughs> <that is. laughs> mm, I've never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no it's good. It's good that um you have that. Like, sort of thing in, in the gym where someone new comes in, go say hi. Yeah. like It's that's, yeah. that's like a normal thing to do. Yeah. Know, yeah, Kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, you never know what the other person thinks, you know. And that's right, yeah. You m- it might make their day. It yeah. might be the first oh, hi yeah. they got all day or, uh, or a whole week, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. More so than ever, I reckon, that sort yeah. of stuff. That's what I was saying, like, my my kind of, like, my big thing is, like, trying to be kind. I just feel like it's, in the world we live in now... Man, kindness is just such a, and that's the weird thing is when people meet kindness with suspicion, and I'm kind of like, yeah, man, they're like that. How crazy is that? But it kind of makes sense that, because it's just such a rarity. Like Mm. we like to get on community Facebook posts and to the guy whose dog (laughs) shat in the by my driveway, (laughs) (laughs) and then
0: everyone piles on, you know, like yeah. You find that's funny. I I find that's funny, man. Yeah, I I find that's funny. Yeah. I saw one, you know, in the um the Randwick page, the community page, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And um, I think someone posted up. Man, I had the package outside my door, and the, this guy just came up the street, grabbed it, and walked off. <laughs> and then people were commenting, "How come we didn't do anything?" Oh, I was holding my baby. I don't want to, in case you know, might you know, yeah, might be dangerous. Yeah. Know? I yeah. was like,
1: ah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just paused all names. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, and then I saw your story about someone. Busted in your j- j- gym, oh, eh? yeah. yeah. Did you
1: find the guy? Nah Nah we got the feelers out But it took um, radio away. What was away It was our stereo Yeah Yeah it seemed like it was um, At first it seemed like someone we knew Because I was just like How do you know where that is But Yeah I mean we've got our doors open As we walk past i There's plenty of people that just kind of walk past And could see things and Yeah but it's, it is a shame man You kind of like see something like that with someone that you know, it's like for, it's not like we're in this for the money, you know. Like we mm-hmm. we're a Chattery, We do, do a lot of volunteer hours to to make this thing happen. So it's yeah, it sucks when that, that kind of thing that happens. happens eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost it, did those. Um, oh, you know, I just want to say I'm not angry, and you know, God bless the guy. But then I was like, Nah, f- <laughs> 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 get my speaker back. Bro. <laughs> what kind of speaker was it? Was it? it was like one of those big. Oh. Um, JBL ones. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. a grand, bro. Oh. Grand, yeah. <laughs> and then the window, like, uh, the company was like, it's like a. Did
2: they actually smash the window?
0: Yeah, they smashed the window. Oh, wow. to come and like, well, that's more f-
1: than the experience. More, yeah, there's more than the stereo. Oh, yeah. Shucks. Anyway, what do you do? <laughs>
0: Put some bars in. <laughs> yeah, it's already
1: got, there's like bars. It's Henderson, awesome. bro. It's like, it's like bars up over there with those little pointy. Things nah. and, But you can get around them, yeah.
0: Remember that dairy day used to be there with the video store. Yes,
1: yeah, that spoty. Yeah, yeah, it's a video store. Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. Yeah, uh, and, and Cheapskates was um, that's next right door. next door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about I'm that because, like, it was like we're we're there now. And when I was a teenager, I remember just like sitting at Cheapskates and like no one kicked me out, and we just like watched skate skate videos all day. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of a youth center, like <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And so now we're there. It's like yeah, it's funny.
0: Is that? I'm, I know there was one in Newmarket, eh? or yeah, the big one was big, in Caber um, Pass. Caber Pass, still yeah. There. yeah, yeah. That's oh, the, so the OG one, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that is OG, yeah. Yeah. Do you know who runs it? Who runs it?
1: Not anymore. Hmm. No.
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember sort of the Skaters get there. Yeah.
1: Get, the, get your Santa
0: Cruz board and yeah, yeah. And they actually, stuff.
1: for a while, they had a half pipe, half pipe, little half pipe at the back. You could skate oh, there true. and yeah, next door, they had like these little concrete kind of like pyramid type things. and skate around there as
0: well. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Doyle's, remember Doyle's? Yeah, I remember Doyle's. The, yeah. the army store on yeah. K shutting down. Dang, that's been there for years, yeah, man. Yeah, that's been there for years. Yeah. That's probably the last of its kind now. We yeah, had the army store,
1: yeah. Yeah, last thing I bought from there was a pocket knife oh. yeah. <laughs> I
0: had to take my, my cousin over there He came from Samoa Because he wanted to get a dog tag uh, And yeah, his yeah. name on it Yeah And I said, where going to get those from? Oh, in the army store on uh, K Road and, oh. So we went down That's cool If I knew this, I would have got one ages ago Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome. Have your name on it and stuff Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, so So good stories coming out of the gym, mate good good stories of the kids
1: yeah man it's 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 um it's kind of like one good story and then you know a bad story and then a good story like it's just this is this is youth work it's kind of like some nights you go home and you're just like elated you know like Mm. someone decided to turn their life around or someone you know did something amazing or one of our boys got a job or one of our boys is going to university first kid that's gone to university you know and then at the same time like heartbreaking stories of like this kid we journey with him for like three years and then his older brother comes out of jail and makes him be a lookout for ag rob and he's gone inside you know like yeah. so this is kind of like this roller coaster of emotions that comes along with with youth work mm. and you put everything into it you know like it's um yeah and i've got amazing i've got amazing people like um Yes I actually just had social workers email me today I've got a, um, a youth worker coach um Shamil, she does a um she does our girls but she also so we do during the day we do we have it like a mentoring program um so kids that get into trouble they go to this table where like all different services meet and then they kind of go okay what what do we do with this young person and so we're one of the services that kind of um, can take that young person on. And this um, social worker just emails today, it's just like this one family that Shamil's working with, it's just like, she's just like, man, it's like incredible. Like it's just this whole family's like turned around because of um, just the compassion that Shamil's showing and just the practical help even and stuff like that. That's um, So, you know, I get an email like that and I'm just like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, One well, might get one tomorrow that's like, sorry, so-and-so's been locked up, he did this. Oh. And i just be like, oh, well, I'll go home and cry, you know. Is that roller coaster? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, yeah. cause part of my question when I asked, like, about the two hundred people coming to the gym and that, it's like, what is it about boxing that helps kids? Like, because mm. I figured it's it's the sport itself, how how yep. much hard it is, the competitiveness of it, like it brings out people, something in humans, eh?
1: Yeah, I think it has the potential to. I definitely think you know, like, I wouldn't say boxing in and of itself would um turn a young person's life around if you know so they come from trauma and they get into boxing um i think their relationship with their coach is probably the the big the big thing but in saying that boxing does have things that if if the coach is um, compassionate and you know and cares about that, not that they have to be nice all the time, because you know, boxing coaches are boxing coaches, and I'm like that. Like I'm grumpy, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. and I have high expectations, and um, and I tell kids off and all of that. But there's still like a, um, you're my kid, you know, like I you know I care about you and and stuff. And I think if that's combined with a coach like that, then um, you know, then it brings out things like you know, just resiliency, you know, we look at our mental health e- epidemic, we look at how we deal with mental health, like how we de- deal with mental health is to um, acknowledge it and diagnose it and then kind of try and take away the things that um, that that, that um, assist that young person into going into, so if they say it's depression, you know, and, and they're experiencing depression because of um, a relationship you know there might be kind of counseling around that to try and alleviate that where boxing i think is more about resilience so it's not about the it's not about the outside world it's not about the depression it's about building this resilience to go that like this sucks right now um and if you don't give up you're gonna feel great so mm-hmm. let's do it you know, and and, and and that might be a really small thing one day and then it kinda of grows and grows and grows. So I think, you know, boxing has that, which I think the world just really needs right now, is kind of like just that real building resiliency rather than just trying to take away the things that hurt people, but actually go, Yeah, let's go through this together and let's let's actually let's actually go head on into it. Mm. Um, let's go head on into hardship. Um and um so that's that's one thing that I think is incredible about boxing not just boxing but but you know but definitely boxing you know like it's a lonely sport and it and it's hard and you know um it's you know combat sports are particularly hard yeah you know um if you've ever been in the ring it's it's you know it's an experience you know and it's yeah And then after you know like if you win you're on top of the world if you lose you just you know there's no one that can console you you know like it's just um and all those things are are amazing you know like when i see a kid that's lost you know kind of just break down and go through that you know and we and we process that together i'm just like this is awesome Hmm. you know like um so there's that and then I think you know one of the big things that I've really learned that I didn't even consider was um just this emotional regulation so um especially when young people start sparring so when we get them into sparring in those kind of early days um you know like it's it's quite a it's quite a shock almost to get punched in the face for the first time and there's a number of kind of ways that kids will deal with it. They will either just immediately kind of get tearing, go, I can't, you know, like I don't want to do this, or more often than not in Henderson, you know, it's kind of like, you know, just it's on big, you know, <laughs> why, you know, so technique is gone, and the and mm. so when technique's gone, if they're with someone who's capable, you know, like then they just get packed off, and so then there's this real kind of desire to regulate this emotion that I'm feeling to kind of like experience it but manage it and keep it so that it works for me not against me and i think that's really um like i don't know too many other things apart from combat sports that that really do that well if you have a coach that 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 kind of does that with you um
0: so you mean the the process and the making the making the technique work
1: yeah like, so they so it, you know like they'll Cause they'll, they'll throw you go, off yeah so, start so doing, they'll go in yeah. you know like first time spraying or first few times spraying, first month spraying. you know and they get punched in the end and like, oh, and you just see this you know kind of mm-hmm. rage coming and then just big wild punches and no guard and their chin comes up in the air mm-hmm. and they end up you know getting beaten so then they come back to the corner and you're like it didn't go well, did it? And like, no, why didn't it go well? I'm like, I am saying Because you you lost control of that emotion. Your chin came in. So, so you have to feel mm. it, absolutely feel it. But let's see if you can take control of that, eh? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You know, and so... Damn. Yeah. But Re- the,
0: see, you're describing something. You're describing something. And it's, as, as a fighter hearing that, like, see, he understands why he... He was getting yeah. beaten. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you're just reminding him: remember, you're gonna be in control. Like, yeah, you're losing control. That's why he yeah. going everywhere Like, like, see, so he's thinking, yeah, yeah, but it's that process, say eh? Yeah, that's and that's coming back to him. Yeah. but See, there's that whole, it's that whole thing, that whole interaction. Yeah. From coach, reminding him. Yeah. Reminding the fighter. Yeah. Remember what you learned. Yeah. Remember what we told you. Yeah. Remember your your training. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah that's powerful
1: yeah crazy and yeah. then when they realize oh yeah that's right yeah but it's like yeah it's it's literally anger management yeah. in real time yes, you know what I yes. mean it's not and, just and like, in the short period you like <laughs> si- you're not sitting in a room kind of going hey you know like when you feel these feelings yeah. you know like take 10 deep breaths and not that that's bad you know I I, I think anger meant really good but it's incredible to do it in real time mm. here's the anger right now I'm experiencing it right now mm. okay take a big deep breath okay how do you feel now still a little bit you know and so you know you're kind of doing it in real time it's like yeah it's powerful
0: and when and when say that happens right and then he wins the because yeah. he's taking control that must be even oh, even yeah. better <laughs> yeah 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 but see i get it man it's like but i get it in a way where you're you're going in detail what's going on mm. step by step yeah that whole process of yeah. relearning yeah and and teaching again yeah and for it to come back on you yeah you know as a coach it's like yes that's yeah. my boy that's yeah. my boy you know like yeah man that's yeah that, that, that is i can feel it that's is the awesome feeling yeah. the adrenaline yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah. and 100%. that's why I do it again and again and yeah. again yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: A, yeah 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 and that's weird like that's why you know sometimes i'm like you know when when one of my kids lose in a boxing match i'm like yes you know like, they, oh, need, yeah. they needed that It's perfect yeah. for them like, <laughs> You know We're gonna go through This process together now you Yeah know, yeah. And, yeah And it's hard And it's awful yeah. And you feel it But then you turn up To training on Monday That's awesome
0: I like I liked when you said The word resilience And how boxing Teaches the kids that In a way where it Teaches the kids Resilience in a physical way mm. You know And, and they get the, the mental side after that Yeah Because they already felt it Yeah Physically Yeah It's like the old Like before they had this no smacking law Mm. when you got in trouble if you did something bad and your parents gave you hiding yeah you didn't do it again yeah, yeah. you know the consequences. it's consequences Yeah, because yeah. you know like yeah. okay
2: i got no hiding for that i'm
0: not gonna yeah. do that again yeah yeah you know
1: and resiliency is super transferable you know like if you if you can be resilient in one area you can often be resilient in others because you've learned you've learned the process of resiliency mm. so whether it's physical or it's mental or whatever it's still the same process of like this sucks yeah And this will pass mm. And so I just have to ride this You know Rather than You know what, what, what a lot of Kind of society Has become about now It's kind of like This sucks How do I get rid of it How does this get Taken away from me You know like mm.
0: um, Go over it Not around it Or something mm, like that no? Yeah Because You hear a lot of time With teachers <laughs> We talk to teachers These days Yeah Like resilience is a word They say kids don't have These days Especially the young kids Like you know yeah, Yeah And you know Like I'm just thinking Lack of resilience Is probably another One of the factors Of the kids Having kids problems these days Yeah I think so I think so And how so. they deal with the world Because they yeah. can't They're yeah. not taught how Yeah When like, when things suck Then you know They go down And depressed and, Yeah The you know, things that We hear people I don't know about I don't know oh, We knew people That were depressed When we were young too But I don't think it was I think it was worse now how kids i think it's
1: I, oh absolutely it is i mean statistically it is but it is um yeah i mean it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse like i do think i do think like recognition of depression is really good it's it's just that um i think how we deal with it um isn't always always the best way like it, it was almost, like i think you know i had i had depression through a period of my life when i was young and um yeah i was undiagnosed and um yeah, I mean, to be really honest, like for, I don't I don't mind, it was years ago, but I you know, I attempted to take my life and came really close. Um, and ended up in hospital and um in that and I and I look at that and go, you know, I think if if it could have been diagnosed um and the right help was given, that probably would have been really good. I also had, though, at the same time had an experience when I first started working. Uh, where I had incredible anxiety, but the word anxiety didn't exist to me then, and um, so every morning I would no, even so from the night before I'd be in sweats, I couldn't sleep, um, you know, to a point where by the by the morning, where I'd have to get up for work, I would be vomiting, you know, like just just this crazy, like felt like I was gonna die. But the term anxiety didn't exist. And so my dad didn't know what to do about it. And he was like, if you want to live in this house, go to work because you ain't school anymore. And so I was kind of just pushed to go. And, and, and it was horrible, but over a period of months of kind of facing that. And I guess it was resiliency. Probably in an ideal world, it would have been a little bit staggered rather than just, mm. you know, like, but but still, because it wasn't a diagnosis, um, I learned slowly that I know if I can get into my work about 30, 40 minutes in, it, the anxiety is going to be gone. Right, And so over time, you know, over years, it's good. now I'm kind of like, I don't care. but And I think about like a young person now that immediately be diagnosed with anxiety, which is, which is fine. But in a lot of cases, the solution would be, so don't go to work. Because we want to take that anxiety away from you, you know. So then they never learn that kind of like how to get through the through, it, yeah. through the other side to a point where it's kind of like okay, that's gone. Because anxiety is all about kind of like the thing that's in the future, you know. It's always kind of the thing that's going to happen. You're not normally ever anxious about a thing that's happening to you right now, you know. It's it's kind of it's always future. So,
0: yeah. <clears throat> I was just thinking about what anxieties I had in the past. And you know you said in the future, I think my mine mine were like at the moment, yeah, some similar, yeah, like being around people,
1: yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: is that one, yeah. But I think I always thought I had the worse than other people, yeah, you know, and it it's but, always but, surprised but me. Even when it
1: was with other people, though, was were you what were you anxious about with other people? Like was it that what what might happen with other people? It, it's funny because I always
0: think like man. I think they're noticing me, like, not doing anything, like, who's this weird guy, like, being yeah, by himself, yeah, like, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If yeah. I don't do anything, yeah. then, but I'm too scared to do something, Yeah, like, approach people on that. Yeah. I had that kind of anxiety yeah. back then. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the the future stuff was, because I was the kind of guy that if I lost something, I will just get over it. Like, mm. I always, like, say I lost $20 on the bus. Some people will get mad And go But now, Oh damn I'll just walk on Because I know I'll get two dollars later on Yeah yeah You know It was that kind of stuff Yeah I was never I was never worried about That kind of stuff Mm. In the future But I think my anxiety now Is like Because I'm getting older It's more like Health Health wise Because you know Like Man there's a lot of people Around us that have passed away You know It's crazy Same age or younger Yeah man You know Even like Back at school, like social media, like you see people. Yeah, like, it's away. crazy. Like, like It,
1: <laughs> it creeps what? up on you, eh? I'm, yeah, I'm. Just, I mean, we're the same same cohort. You yeah, know, like I just think of like, yeah, people that have passed away. I'm just like, am I at that age now? we like, bro, that's you know, what I think, away? man. Like,
0: I'm like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. how did that happen? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, my anxiety. For this anxiety, oh, just thinking about man. I think I get a checkup. And, Yearly mm. up and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's good. You
1: know? Hey, if it motivates you to do that, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: But no, the um, you know, when you were depressed and that, like, when when you think about it, when you are younger and that, like, how the did any of that experience you had like help you through your social work in the early days, like, because oh, you recognize of, yeah. yourself and you recognize that on the kids you worked with. Yeah,
1: I think I think it definitely. Like, I don't. A lot of people think, oh, you know, to be a youth worker, you have to have gone through the same thing i don't think actually to be honest like sometimes i've seen that work against people because there's an assumption that what you've experienced is exactly the same as what they're experiencing but you it could be it could be completely different Mm -hmm. you know um so i don't think you it's necessarily that but i do think for me um the fact that you know like yeah i guess you know living where i did with the family that i had i mean i love my family but you know solo dad that worked his ass off, you know, that he, he, you know, had major depression with us growing up. So home wasn't a happy place to be, um, you know, some violence in the home, but, you know, before that. Um, and so I, you know, just wandered onto the streets just because, you know, it was it was a, a, a more fun place to be as a, a kind of pre-adolescent and, and adolescent. And then, um, you know, met people, um, who are still great friends to this day, but, you know, we got up to some mischief and stuff. And and I look at that stuff that we did and I look at young people now and, and I, don't, I don't claim to have the same experience, but I do, when I see a behavior that's like really negative, I think because I've lived that, I can kind of look through that behavior and see the pain that's underneath it that's kind mm. of causing that behavior. So I do think in that way it's, it's it's good that I kind of went through some stuff like that and, and, and some depression and that sort of stuff. So when I, yeah, like, um, so I do, yeah, yeah. In that way, it's kind of good. Like I see someone, you know, a kid like nutting out or, or it's that kind of thing, and I just see pain, you know. Like I just see like he's just walls are up and I'm just trying to cope right now um, rather than, oh, you little shit, you know. <laughs> uh, although I feel like that sometimes. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> that kid that um, turned around and, and punched you like, do you think that was like he's doing that because he can't believe you're helping him? Yeah, or maybe. He's trying yeah. to push that. I
1: do. Yeah, it's weird with that. Like, I never felt. I never felt any. Even though you know, like I, I've told, I haven't told a lot of people that story, but I have told people, and they're just like, well, how did you not get?" And I'm just, I ne- I'm like, I just, my heart just immediately broke for that kid. Mm. Um, to okay. be that drastic, to that to that extent, you know, where it's just. To go to that because, um, you know he just couldn't show any vulnerability. You know, there's just like, you know, like what, like yeah, what life he must have lived to be in mm. a, to to have to do that so that you don't show any vulnerability, any kind of weakness at all. Um,
0: so he probably did, he didn't mean to do it, but no, he he probably couldn't believe. You might be the only person that actually said it was like, probably pretty weird to me. Eh? Like, yeah, to, yeah, 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 because you never get that yeah. all your life. So how you, yeah, to cope when, yeah, it does happen. Yeah, it's like the opposites of yeah. being resilient, there. Eh? Yeah, like, <laughs> but the most heartbreaking about
1: all of that was was that we were really getting some gains with him. Mm. You know, and that that was hard because I knew after that, yeah, he had a bad run, and I don't, I don't know where he's at now. But yeah, I and mean, I still think about him. But I, yeah, I um. You know, we we were there was a point like when I first met him, I was like, this guy's hard. Like, I just couldn't get through, you know. Um, and then but he you know, he loved boxing and, and he was and he's good at it, you know. He's and um his whole family is very good, very good. Um and um yeah, and so I felt like we were getting somewhere, you know, and, and other people were commenting, like, Oh what well, your social workers were saying, Man, this this is crazy, you know, so you get all this excitement in just one moment you know so my biggest thing has kind of been like how to let that go because in my head I'm like what did I do wrong what could I have done differently Would I, I mean, maybe I could maybe I was maybe you know, maybe getting him into sparring too soon or you know a whole bunch of things but you know because he, he wanted to like his big motivating factor was that he wanted to get back in the ring and so we, you know I'd actually nominated him for a thing so I was like we kind of got to get sparring to get to get to that and that's a big motivating thing for him this is what's getting him to turn up every day so I kind of had to do that, but then yeah, it's like oh, I don't know. It's still like flipping. How long was that? That was like four years ago, and I'm still. You know, it's like, oh, what could I have done? You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a, it's interesting. I've learned today, like, how the sport of boxing does help um trouble kids. Yeah. You know, as as opposed to team sport, like. Yeah. Like it, it can. You do. you, you yeah. think think it's the same, eh? Because you think a team sport you know, there's a teammates there, you you deal with each other, you're, you know, you're helping each other. Yeah. Like, if you go play a rugby game, you know, your peers, you fight with each other, you yeah. go play, and you think, and you, you probably, people probably think that that is the best way to get through kids because it's the camaraderie of mm. other players, other kids. Yeah. But boxing is different. you buy by yourself, eh? like you said. It's just yeah, you and the but coach. You are, but you are a team as well. that's the coach, Jay. Eh? Yeah, yeah. And that, that communication.
1: That's, that's kind of definitely the big, the big, the re- big, pardon me the big relationship that matters is because it's one-on-one yeah
0: as opposed to maybe the coach of a whole rugby team he's got a kettle for 15 guys yeah yeah one person but it's
1: also team you know it is that it is that kind of like it's the camaraderie and the gym and all Mm. of that sort of stuff that i think yeah that's that's big that whole kind of like with our classes we often will constantly actually be looking at that class and going what is the culture in this class right now like what's the dynamic you know like um if I if I see someone walk in there and everyone kind of goes hey man how you and shakes their hand and all that I'm like okay that's good you know that's kind of my my test. If someone walks in and it's a little bit kind of you know people don't do that or you know different things that are going on. I'm kind of like okay this this class needs help like this class we need to build something. And if it's really healthy, I will bring you know probably one of our referrals in. So like I said before, we get kids through different ways. So. If a class is really healthy, then I'll bring kind of someone who's come from a lot more trauma and I'll bring them into the class and then they'll be absorbed by that culture, mm. you know, because it's it's definitely um, where, you know, I've done lots of work in my past where it's just like everyone in the room comes from crazy traumatic situations and to try and change that dynamic, I mean, there's not a lot you can do, you know, wow. like it's just pull them aside and one-to-one, absolutely – but the gr- that group is just gonna dominate, man.
0: Mm. Yeah. How do they get that? How do it's to that situation? We got a bunch of people. Oh, so we've uh, like I've run um,
1: an alternative education school, so um, oh. yeah, kids that have been expelled from mainstream school, um, stuff like that. So they'll they'll come like that. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I still, man, those kids are awesome. Like a. You know I love them But the dynamic Was just that's We were constantly Just kind of like Trying to Penetrate This kind of like mm-hmm. Dynamic That was just constant Like Yo I did this You know last night and I was like Hey guys You know Trying to kind of Redirect that conversation mm-hmm. like, Yo, da, da, da. It's just constant Like Yeah it's hard to So was wh- that
0: like a Just like a Just Was that like a lesson? Was that, was that like Something that you guys had to do but didn't know how it's gonna turn out and then you then it happened And then there's like, okay it's not working It's not working guys we better think nah, of a new way I, w-
1: I wish that was the case but i knew oh yeah <laughs> but i kind of was like man i just always have hope you know like yeah i kind of i knew but i was just like nah we can we can make a difference Uh, and we like we did we you know like yeah like i said like those those kids a lot of them are still engaged with us even though we're not running the school anymore Mm. um you know they still drop in and say hi and and all of that sort of stuff and and we've got really good relationship with them love those kids but in terms of like um really big you know those big long lasting changes it's just yeah those dynamics so you imagine you know you've Put that on steroids and you know like oh, yeah. <laughs> youth justice or um prisons or that sort of stuff i mean you imagine those dynamics in there and like trying like how do you shift a, a mm-hmm. culture of like someone that goes into that environment you know um it's very difficult
0: not sure if you've been following the um i think the government just stopped doing those cultural reports for the courts mm. and that kind of stuff were you ever involved with no it's never giving information for, um, for reports in that, for,
1: Oh, for yes, kids. yeah, 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 a while
0: ago. Yeah, because then I want to, yeah, I want to assume that they would have talked to youth workers in that.
1: Well, it was never, um, it, w- it wasn't something that we had to do. It was definitely like, um, we we would have a relationship with a young person, and through that young person, be like, oh, hey, coach, like I've I've got caught, you know, like it still happens now, you know, now it's like, oh, coach, I've got caught, and like yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come, you know, mm. and so then, um, I'll I'll meet with their their lawyer and they're like, oh that's great could you know i might introduce you and just and sometimes the judge might say oh so what's your and i'm like oh i'm a youth worker and he comes to my thing and maybe say something that's that the court doesn't know about this young person you know or, mm. or that kind of thing yeah
0: because yeah, they they canceled that and then i think that you gotta pay for your own because they're, they're spending too much money but they also gonna not do the whole um ankle bracelet thing to most offenders oh i didn't hear that you're gonna go straight to jail oh right Because apparently apparently there are um there was a thing where judges had to not put people in jail like give alternatives yep that's that's true
1: there's definitely that with young people of kind of like um reorientating them away and i can see both sides i mean i'm you know it's funny where i sit on that whole kind of thing around around justice because on one side you know um i, I understand that if a young person goes into that system then they're way more likely to reoffend mm. um yeah that's the mm.
0: yeah that's that's a lot of that's the argument a lot of people make okay.
1: well it, it it's fact like it's that's, that's statistically true. Um, But um, that's because of where they're going like because the other side is is that a lot of times there's a victim and as a victim to have someone that has hurt you uh, not get a consequence that's that's kind of reliving that all over again so you know that that side needs to be considered as well my kind of thing is like you know because and these are left and right arguments again you know mm. and and my thing is like yeah like both like if they go into the system they currently go in it's not good and they will probably reoffend. i've seen it like over and over again you know mm. i've had kids that have started to turn their lives did one stupid thing gone and came out like glass over their eyes like i'm a um, that's it like um on the other side, the right wing's going, we just need more consequences in it, but that doesn't work either, you know, so I'm kind of like both like, yeah, you can't get all, you can't just have no consequences, but when you go in like that my thing is what's happening when they're in there, mm-hmm. like if they're just going into um <clears throat> to a training camp to be a a bigger, better, better gangster. Then, you know what I mean? Then there's no point. But there's an opportunity there when they go in there Mm. to be like, and I'm not saying make a summer camp. I'm saying put, make it intervention heavy so that when they come out, they're exposed to a completely different life, you know, so that they've got, you know, opportunity to, to actually start to turn their life around. So my thing is not like lighter sentences or harsher sentences. My thing is like, there should be consequences and while you've got them let's try and turn their lives around so when they do come out they're not going to be worse than when they went in and-
0: mm. i mean the word rehabilitation there it means something yeah yeah absolutely you know yeah. and yeah you're right you go into a criminal training ground or you go into like a rehabilitation yeah. you know and yeah. maybe the answer is getting different sort of prisons you yeah need a prison for the um the the mass shooter yeah there's people yeah. need prisons to help like yeah. rehab, really rehabilitate yeah like do a a degree yeah or something yeah you know that and
1: it'll still suck for them like don't yeah that's yeah. the thing is like yeah. you, you people on the right are like oh but then you're just you know like <laughs> it's a summer camp no not we don't want that either mm-hmm. like we want yeah we want justice i believe in justice you know like i believe if you've been wronged you deserve justice absolutely um i also don't want people coming out that can hurt me again, Yeah, And the likelihood at the moment if they go into jail is that they absolutely will be worse when they come out.
0: Mm. Yeah. And the other, other problem is coming out and they can't get a job. Yeah. Of conviction. Totally. Yeah. Another problem, eh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they've just been out of it for so long and they go into a world they don't...
0: Yeah. I heard the... The Greens said something about alternative prison or something or take away the prisons i did look into it i just heard something like that i, I should have a look at it yeah but right yeah taking I away would, the prisons hey, so what are you i would be
1: surprised i mean I, th- I think this is the thing of like with and this is what i you know i make the joke about them you know swelling their rosé but it is that kind of thing of i think you know the left have now they just don't have that proximity anymore and so um they idealistic You know, so they have, you know, they have these big ideals of what it would be. And, you know, like I said before, like recidivism, you know, that's a statistic, but there's also some reality that you see in real life that informs that, you know what I mean? So if you're only looking at statistics, you're going to come up with policies like that of like, Mm -hmm. well, if they're going to reoffend, let's take away the prisons. And you know what I mean? But (laughs) if you've ever been, you know, in Henderson and someone on crack comes up to you and you know twacks you in the head Mm. you're gonna want justice you know whether you're a green member or not you know it's kind of but that proximity all of of a sudden gives you a different insight into crime you know yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what they're gonna do they because it's all about the kids man yeah like maybe i don't care if you're 25 and over Mm. like i'm the same yeah I have. you're you're old enough to know what's right or wrong by that yeah but when you're a kid man and you yeah. don't know what's right. Yeah, my,
1: my compassion kind of runs out as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so it should, you know. Yeah. So it should.
0: It's funny because I think I didn't click until it's funny. This, this is stupid, but I remember thinking, "Am I old enough to go to jail? Like, you know, Yeah. to prison? Like, am I? I don't know. Like, yeah. back in my in my twenties, like, yeah. I could go to prison for something, yeah. you know? Well, like,
1: I did something that was right on the on the on the border there. I was one. Of, I was actually <laughs> one of the first. Um, young people to have an FGC so the FGCs were brand new family group conference um
0: so what's that so a family group like intervention
1: yeah so so basically a family group conference is for young people under under 17 um depending on what the crime if they do a serious crime it's that goes straight to court but um for a lot of times um yeah they'll have an FGC so what happens is is that um uh It'll be run by a social worker, Oroga Tamariki social worker. They'll have um, the young person and hopefully they will be able to bring some family with them to kind of support them. You might have a victim, not not as much because victims kind of just, you know, it's a crazy situation to be in. I'll tell you what though, the FGCs that I've been in when the victim has turned up, it's powerful, man. Um, but I totally understand why a lot of times they don't turn up. And then you have the police, um, and maybe a support person or something like that so and then the police will kind of like talk about the charges and then kind of like as a group they'll kind of decide on consequences but it's not just like oh yeah it's fine because the cops are like nah you know like this needs to be real you know and so it's kind of like so so part of that is um so they, they might have that and they still might go to court or they might have that and that's kind of enough of a um uh, whatever they come up with out of that, which there'll be some things like, like there might be a thing like, oh, you're interested in boxing. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll take you to, we're city boxing, so that'll be that. You have to stick with that. We have to prove that. And there'll also be some restorative stuff where, like, say they stole a car, like, you need to, you know, pay for that people's car or or work it off or that sort of stuff. Or you know, there might be more serious consequences. It it just it, yeah, it kind of depends on what what happens in that in that group so when i was a kid i was yeah like i was it was kind of like a test and i was like one of <laughs> the kids in there? And i think they wanted to like video it or something as well like they were gonna like put it on tv or something my dad was just like fuck <laughs> off <man>. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want him to be popped in a
0: tv where on <laughs> i'm yeah. please 7 come on <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on that show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But man, but, but the victims, far, wow, that's, you see those powerful, well, When I can they imagine. turn up,
1: it's, yeah, it's amazing, like, because, because it's just that real kind of thing of, like, it's all abstract to a kid, like, he goes in and steals a car and, I mean, there was one, and it was a stolen car, and the woman came in, um, and she sat there, and, the, you know, the kid was kind of, like, hard, and that kind of stuff, didn't really, and then she just, like, yeah, they were, so, oh, do you want to say anything, and she was just like, oh, so, um. I mean, I you know I'm not going to do it justice, but ba- but basically she was like um, her uh, mother was is dying, and um, her car was the only way to go see her her mum, and her mum was just like it's the highlight of her day of, and that day she wasn't able to go see mum, and she just she said it so beautifully and eloquently, the whole room was in tears, you know, and that kid you could see for the first time, he was like i'm an asshole like i can't believe i did that you know like it was just like this realization of like oh man oh, you know um and i think a lot of times with with consequences it's not that it's kind of like you did a thing you get a consequence but it doesn't register it's just like oh, i got caught you know i gotta do this
0: i can see why it's powerful because they can see the other side yeah first hand, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, so i remember another one where there was like it wasn't even it wasn't the the young person it was his dad his dad was like this real hard guy gang tats you know just like whole thing and the victim was um talking about so it was it was an assault and the you know the victim was just talking about it and it was the dad that just broke down eh? and then the kid seeing his dad break down mm. and they said to the dad like oh, are you okay and he just said oh, i'm so disappointed and the kid just then he broke down it was, yeah it was powerful mm. man
0: yeah mm. are they still doing that they F- still do it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but
1: it's just you know like yeah and and i i totally understand if you're a victim like to go into that environment and say like, oh, do i really want to do that like mm. and so most people don't
0: um, unless you're a karen i guess yeah, 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 yeah. They probably don't go that <laughs>
1: way That you little not shut. <laughs> and then they're like, oh,
2: fuck you. And they don't care. <laughs> they don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, man. You know, kids are precious, see? Yeah. Like, but I can't. See, I still haven't kept up with all the services for the youth these days. There's heaps, eh? Yeah. Yeah, there's
1: heaps. So there's, I mean, there's government agencies and then there's kind of like not-for-profit, like charities as well. Mm. My opinion is charities punch way above their weight. So I've worked for both. I've worked for for health organizations, education, as kind of like a youth worker, Mm. and I've worked for the Um, not-for-profit. Not-for-profit, like they, they punch way above their weight they they can do incredible things with a dollar you know what i mean like they will just they'll stretch that dollar to do incredible things they're genuinely like super passionate like i'm doing this like it's my it's my mission you know it's not a job mm. um, government you know there's really good people that work in government but just because of this laborsome kind of system lots of compliance all of that sort of stuff it just becomes this kind of like you know you see amazing people like i've seen social workers in the, I have to say our social workers out west are actually, man, they're, they're great. Like, they really are awesome. Um, but I've seen over, t- you know, over 20 years of kind of, like, good people come into government jobs and just, like, glass over over time, you know, and it's just, like,
2: hmm.
1: past, you know, it just becomes this this kind of thing. So, yeah, so they, they're, they're kind of, like, two. So there's, there is lots of agencies, but they're kind of, like, yeah, they're not all equal.
0: I've had social workers on here before and some of the things they say like one of the big failure or not failures but things that happen is at the end of the period of time they like at the end of the programs, there's no, there's no follow ups yeah and that's what's really for, uh, failing the kids yeah I guess
1: 100% like. and that's it's funny because it's, it's actually what we're, we're, we're talking to OT about at the moment with our mentoring service it's this mm-hmm. like this needs to keep going after they've been discharged from your service. Like mm. this, cause this thing I'm like, I, I said from the start, like yeah. what we do is we take you when you're nine years old and we'll say goodbye when you're ready. Right. And so we like throughout adolescence, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and that's the best way it sounds like. Oh, hundred percent. Cause yeah. it's all about relationship. Hey, eh? you know, like if, mm-hmm. if, if, if I'm here to see you for a five week program, how much do I want to get to know you if you're just going to be another guy that's gone again, you know? Mm. Um, and they've probably already had 30 guys already that have come and gone. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So mm. it's kind of like, it's like just like a no compromise for me. I'm like, if this is a five-week program, like I'm out, I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There's that and there's also the idea of if there's enough activities for the youth, like they'll, they'll get them off the streets. Is that, is that a thing? Um, like if there's enough free activities?
1: No, I mean, I think if you, you almost kind of like have to um, look at like... So I think there's like... There's like, you know, you kind of like... You've got your high-achieving young people. You've got like your... A lot of people call them like the overlooked majority of just like... Just kids. They're not like high-achievers, but they're not really getting into trouble either. And then you've kind of got like a bunch of kids that are kind of like surface getting into trouble. You know, they've joined a youth gang... But actually, mum does love me, you know. I'm, you know, and, and kind of, you know.
0: Oh, those kids actually have a choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a bunch of those kids, and some of them might do some quite serious things. But, mm. um, you know, they're kind of like. And then there's like kids that are just like, you know, like absolutely heartbreaking, heartbreaking stories that you wouldn't even believe. And I think, for those young people, um. That's not always gonna like you can't just fill up their time and they're gonna be fine because they're just not gonna engage. Mm. Yeah, uh, like that. My, like my biggest thing, to be really honest, I was like, if it, like if I was the prime minister or whatever, I'd be like, like start start at birth, like like it, the, the earlier intervention, the better.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Like yeah. I've I've got like one of, one of my youth workers is just they are just she goes around to a house gets the kids up, finds their uniforms, gets them ready, and gets them to school. I'm like, that's...
0: simple thing yeah, like that, eh?
1: Yeah, it's like, it's a super practical thing, but it's not, it's not being done, so he's going to... And, and don't get me wrong, like, that family is, is going through a lot, so mm. I'm, there's no judgement on that family, because flip If I was that family, I'd be the same, like, I'd be the same, I'd just mm. be on oh, my hand, I'd give up, I can't... You know, but, yeah, it's just like, that. the earlier the better, you know, like... um because it's about breaking cycles, eh, you know. So mm. um, the earlier you can do that, the better.
0: It's 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 people in your field, like with social workers in that, especially with social workers for the youth. And they've got a really good insight what's going on, you know. Mm. And I, f- I feel like it's not being, these stories aren't coming up more, you know. Yeah. Like, whatever you hear on the radio or TV, it's not these stories. Yeah. You know, what's happening in the field. What's it's true, deep, yeah, you know, yeah, the trauma and everyone knows what, what trauma means but doesn't know exactly what, what exactly what it is, you know, yeah. I read this book by Alan Duff, um, my conversation with New Zealand, yeah,
1: everywhere, yeah. I haven't read it, but I, yeah, and man,
0: yeah. he paints a picture, man. yeah. He's got chapters on social welfare, he's got chapters on parenting, um, but man, it is crazy, some yeah. of the stuff, yeah, and. You know when you when you're talking about the stories of the kids and their trauma. Yeah. Like I'm re- I'm remembering this book as words. He yeah. talks about a girl that's just been sexually abused and has a baby when she's 15. Yeah. And she's part of the cycle. Yeah. You know she has a boyfriend that plays PlayStation and her boyfriend's like same age as her. Yeah. You know sort of thing and yeah. parents are always drunk, never dead. And yeah. You know he, he paints this picture and yeah. it's like. She's getting sexually abused By her uncles And all that kind of stuff yeah. Like It's probably It's probably You know when people are, are, When I was reading it I was thinking People read this and Oh you know, bullshit Nah it's yeah, not right yeah. There's probably worse than that Ah uh, yeah know? Absolutely Here's Alan Duff Talking about something That's bad Yeah I mean really bad Yeah But then nah There's even worse than that Oh I could tell you stories Worse than that Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah see yeah. But see th- these are the stories That probably Don't get out more Because when i think about people live in Saint Heliers and you know mm. that complaining all the time and stuff like that. Because, man, that it's normal for them. Mm. It's normal for a lot of people. You know, when you just said like, oh, she goes and picks up the kid, takes him to school. Mm. I'm like, yeah, so that's normal. Mm. Nah. No. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, sometimes that's, it's not normal. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's it, it's stuff we take for granted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: and. You, know, you can't fathom that. Yeah. And how and if I can't fathom that, yeah. Then how can a majority of New Zealand can they yeah, yeah, fathom right. that 'cause yeah. they don't it's not like they don't care, they just don't know.
1: Well that's the thing, and I think we all we all do that. Like we all just live from our own experience, right? So um mm. you know, like yeah, I think I think if you kind of grew up in a in a family that and you where you were loved and, and that and then you kind of get to a point and then you um, you know you get a job or whatever and then you see someone that doesn't do that you can only look at it through your own lens yeah yeah and your lens is well i got a job yeah well, what are you what are you doing? it's just a yeah. choice like i i just made a choice to get a job no no, no. there was a whole bunch mm. of things that happened in your life that allowed you to make that choice to get a job like mm. um and that, to me that's not even a like it's weird that we're still arguing about that because i'm like yeah, I just don't understand how we're still arguing about it. like like it's this. Like it's so provable, you know what I mean? Like, mm. if it was all just personal choice, there would be no, there would there would be no groupings. You know what I mean? Like, it there would mm. yeah. It was kind of like it would just be random because if it's just choice, it would be like yeah. Like rich people would be, um, you know, doing ram raids as well.
0: Yeah,
1: because yeah. Yeah. it's just it's personal choice, isn't it? Mm. So, you'd you know, so you'd have some St. Heliers kids doing ram raids, you'd have you know, some in Takapuna <laughs> and maybe a couple in Ranaway, I mean, but it's not the case, it's no. you know, it's it's week because we see them, you know, we get we get those kids that mm. don't, it's, it's it's the same kids, you know, it's the same demographic, it's the same, and it's be, but that that's not to cast judgment on that demographic, it's saying something's happening to that. Demographic that's pushing them down mm. and keeping them down you know um, yeah and so it's it's a weird it's a weird argument because I'm just like how I decide it's I'm, I'm like how are we arguing how are we arguing that it's just personal choice and I like I I, um, I know a bunch of homeless people over the years because just being in Henderson every day and I've never had a conversation with a homeless person where I'm not like jaw-dropped by their story you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I remember wh- there was one guy. It was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I had a good, you know, I had a good life. Mom and dad loved me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, man, this is this is messing with everything because I'm like, he had a good life, but now he's making these choices. He's, you know, he's on substances. And I was just like, oh, man, how do I reconcile that? I knew him for three years before he told me, like, really not. We were talking about something nonchalantly. He was like, yeah, well, you know, um. We're talking about suicide or something. And he was like, yeah, like I, um my older brother killed himself um in front of me. Like, he's like, he just walked in just as he was like starting to hang. And so he was a kid trying to pick his old. And so his older brother was like, like going through all of that. Mm. So as a child, he was like doing all that. But if you'd met this guy, like it took three years. And it wasn't like it took three years to go. He just didn't really... And it was almost like so uh out of his mind or that he'd maybe pushed it down or something like that that it just wasn't a it just wasn't part of his story because he told me a story and that didn't come up. It just came up almost by accident and then I was like, oh, well I, I don't know what it's like to live through that, but mm-hmm. I, I love my I love my older brother, and I imagine if I was a little kid and that had happened to me, I'm not sure I'd be who I am today, you know um yeah so mm. i've ne- so i can say like i've never met a homeless person that is kind of like yeah I just choose to you know mm. live this life this is you know so I, I, don't know. I don't get it
0: yeah that argument of there's a choice
1: and look i i believe in choice there's choices mm. all the time but but our choices aren't equal like not every choice is equal you know like i was raised in violence so for a big part of my life to not be violent was such a hard choice to make. And and I've got healing in my life and, you know, it's but it's taken years like to, to come to a place where I'm like, to not be violent, you know? And, and I have friends who wouldn't be violent even if they were pushed to the brink, you know what mm. I mean? So I have a choice not to be violent and they have a choice not to be violent. Now is that choice the same? No, now we both need to say, make that choice because we, we wanna be good members of society, but those choices aren't equal. For me not to be violent has taken a long time and a long process and and kind of some rewiring and some relearning, you know. Um, For them, it's kind of like it's a choice, but not really because it's not really in in them even, you know. They Mm. never really saw violence or, you know what I mean? So it's not like I'm like, there's no choice. It's all just preordained, but I'm just like, there is choice, but let's have that compassionate lens around choice, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's it's very interesting because you're talking about you know holding back violence when the sport of boxing is a violent sport. It's funny that, but eh? yeah, it is funny. But <laughs> I think it's everything but the violence. That's I don't good see, for people. I don't
1: see violence in boxing at all. It's weird. Like I, yeah,
0: yeah, but it's everything but the violence. That's really good for people or for anyone. Eh, that's yeah. Well, even there's a lot of positives to it, even, even though you're you're. The shit out of even the violence like even
1: even yeah. the aggression and because it's um there's something in some people I think that are gonna take risks like i I just you know what I mean like I think some guys in particular but I think girls as well, but guys in particular, like we're just wired such a way that we're we're gonna take risks and we and this is the thing is like trying to explain boxing to some people it's just what are you doing like you're just teaching these little gangsters how to be better fighters on the street like there's just this real
0: yeah what's your argument against that because i'm sure
1: people can say that oh people do say it yeah they do um until again it's proximity you know like it's easier to say as you're driving past it's Mm. it's a lot harder to say when you come in and see someone whose life is turned around because of boxing it's harder a, to kinda of have that argument.
0: It's a hard sale. It's a hard um Yeah, yeah. What was your pitch be? Yeah. So someone yeah, like that. You that's know? a good question. Like Yeah, I think I think it's everything but the violence. So you know? so
1: my 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 argument with that is is that I believe that violence comes from insecurity. So like violence that you see on the street, it comes from fear and insecurity. Um even people that are very good at violence, it still comes from a fear and an insecurity. There'll be an environment and you see them almost start to kind of peacock because maybe they were raised in violence and so they're in that fight flight kind of thing of like and so their way to protect themselves is to kind of alpha male up and and you know, and kind of and be violent as almost like this and it almost doesn't make sense because if, if you want to stay away from violence, actually it's probably not the best thing to do but it is almost but that's human beings we do lots of weird things like that um and so it so yeah I believe all that kind of violence comes from kind of fear and insecurity so what boxing does is actually gives you a sense of self it gives you a sense of of um control it gives you a sense of confidence and self-respect and the more of that you get the less kind of fear and insecurity you get. So you look at guys like I look at, um, and I've you know been lucky enough to know, you know, some of the best um, fighters in New Zealand, and they are just not violent people because they just don't, they just don't care. Like they'll be in a room and some guy will be popping off, and they're just like, <laughs> because it, there's just like a co- a quiet kind of confidence of like, yeah, I can, I can deal with the situation if I have to. I'd rather not, you know. It's um, and I think that's, I think boxing kind of does that. And I've, se- I've seen that in young people where they come in and, you know, they're kind of like, yeah, well, yeah you know, like that kind of thing. But it's almost just like, I'm trying, like, yeah, I'll look through that behavior again, you know, and I see, I'm scared. I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of like protect myself here. And that's why I'm acting this way. Mm. And they don't see that. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with young people. That are like, nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, nah. I'm like, no, you're yeah, cool. I, you know, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably my my best argument to try and explain it. But it is, it is a weird thing. Like I'm mm. I'm teaching people to punch each other in the face, and they become <laughs> less violent. It works. I don't know.
0: I just think it's just the sport itself and what you have to do to to play it. Mm. Like it's it takes a lot out of an individual. Yeah. Like like you talked before about ups and downs, and um, Isaac talked about. He was on about the same thing, mm. you know, that it's the high when you win and it's the lowest of the lows when you lose. Yes. And there's those are two extremes that you mm. don't face in normal life sometimes, yeah. you know? And yeah. Boxing can give that to you. Yeah. And that's where the resilience comes from. Yeah. Because that's the most extreme two ways. Yeah. of the two sides of the spectrum you ever you ever yeah. face in your whole life, maybe. So
1: true, <laughs> yeah. and I think that if that take like I, as you were saying that I was thinking like, um, and I don't mean any disrespect to some to people, but it's almost like the worst, the worst result of boxing is like those that kind of come in and do like three corporate belts. 'Cause they like get, almost get like this sense this false sense of like I'm oh, yeah, you know, like I'm a boxer now, you know, I've done like three corporate bouts and they're just like the man now and they're just like, <laughs> like Oh, that's that's the worst result, you know? Like
0: stick with it and do like three yeah. more, four more yeah. years of this and and then it'll you know But yeah. then on the, but then again just on the boxing level, like you you're in the ring by yourself. Yeah. You know, you there's another guy, obviously. You're gonna punch him in the face. He's gonna punch you in the face. You yeah. gotta expect it. Yeah, you know that's some of the hardest things. Ah, yeah, that play in your mind. Yeah, like, and
1: it's not even the physical stuff. It's the, especially as guys, like hmm. it, it's amazing how much of an ego males have, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like it's probably evolutionary. Like I, mean, I don't know, it makes sense, but but it is. You know, like I, you know, like sometimes I'll be in a room, you know, and I'll be like, it's weird because probably. 80% of the guys in this room all think that they could beat every other guy up in this room. <laughs> it's but it's
2: true, right? It's a
1: weird kind of thing. It's competitive. There's not there's almost like no reality to our ego, like it's like we just kind of have this ego. Yeah. But it's almost like being in the ring all of a sudden you're met with a reality.
0: Right, right, yeah. Even yeah. if
1: you win, it's still kind of like this reality yeah. of like
0: Oh yeah! <laughs> but if you think about it, like three rounds, right? Was it two minutes around? Uh Depends three. on
1: your age. Yeah. So yeah, one thirty for for um, cadets, two minutes for for junior and novice youth, and then three minutes for youth and mm. elite. So
0: so let's take three rounds, three minutes each. That's short. So that's nine minutes, right? That's within ten minutes. You've gone from like up here to down here and, yeah you know yeah and you know when you describe the, that that teaching and and training with your fighter when he's getting wasted yeah you know that's all in the span of under 10 minutes that's yeah. that's a short time period yeah you know and people people learn lessons for years yeah but you're learning a lesson in under 10 minutes yeah it's amazing really eh? <laughs> yeah and you crash come course, crash course and you're coming <laughs> out of it like you may as well have like climbed Mount Everest, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, And, yeah. and it's like, because I don't know the feeling; I haven't done it, but I can just imagine. Yeah. And from talking to people. Yeah. And from watching films and you know. Yeah. Listening to interviews of of fighters, what they're talking about. Yeah. I can just imagine. Yeah. Just.
1: It is a hell of an experience, yeah. and
0: yeah. you know, I'm teaching shit. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: But. And I think we all, like, I, I still remember my first belt, you know? Like, it's just that it's just that kind of, um, it's just such an experience that first time. And everything's just a blur, you know? like <laughs> I, Like, it's funny now when I'm, like, you know, when I have a first time or even, like, first half a dozen times, like, first-time fighters, I know what I'm saying in the corner, and I reduce it. Like, I'll say maybe one, maybe two things to my boxer in between rounds. I know that if they're novice, they are not listening. It's just blah blah blah, blah and then just. I always wondered that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always wondered I mean, that. You know, like I might say, you you, you know, you, you head hunting, mate. Go to the body. You know, like this this shot's open in the body. Yeah. <laughs> He <laughs> don't know because the adrenaline is crazy, like that first
0: Because you know yeah. when you when they watch fights on TV, like professional fights, yeah, and that happens. Yeah, I'm always wondering if he gets it because he goes back in well, the ring. I would,
1: I would hope by then you would, you know, like it's definitely like it's funny, like I, you know, my son and I have a really good relationship when it comes to the ring. Like it's a, it's an actual conversation, you know. So now, like he's, you know, he said 20, you know, 25 or so bouts or so. So you know, not, like he'll come down and sit, you know, sit down. And, you know, we'll just have this discussion, you know, it's kind of like, oh, how do you feel like that went? And he was like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I think probably I didn't cut the ring off enough, like he is, you know, I'm kind of just, you know, I'm like, yeah, I could, yeah, it's good, I think, you know. So it it definitely, like, it does come down over time, but you've just mm-hmm. kind of got to get through that, <laughs> <laughs> through those first few, eh? <laughs> and even, like, technique, like you go, <laughs> we just drill technique and then they get in there
0: and it's just, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that in basketball too. Yeah when, you, oh, yeah, when, yeah when you when you train all the plays and then when it yeah. comes to the game no one does it <laughs> hey no one does yeah. it yeah <laughs> it's sort of like the difference between amateur and professional yeah like when you're a professional you, you do it this is natural to do well you've,
1: if you've if you've got well not not always like there's yeah you you could technically you could have a couple of corporate belts and then go professional, but, but generally, yeah, like if you've, if you've kind of gone, gone through amateurs, you, you know, you've had a bunch of belts and you've learned some really good. That's why I love amateurs as it is, um, it's not just kind of like 12 week program, get in and just try and punch each other. There is this kind of real, um, you know, with, with, with every coach I've met in, in amateur boxing, there's this kind of real desire to teach the sweet science and, you know like go go kind of like through that process um not not knocking gyms that don't do that I think it's great like I think any boxing gym is flipping awesome um but yeah I, I have seen like in amateur boxing this is kind of real yeah and I think you know kind of there's a there's also you know the kind of the olympics at the at the top of the mountain you know and I think that's great for amateur boxing as they've kind of got the summit that that they're getting to so that kind of propels that you know wanting to be Greater wanting to be better and that sort of stuff, yeah.
0: You know the the Mount Eden boxing, Mount uh, Eden the they do the shows the, the boxing, uh, on uh, Friday nights ABA the Auckland a- Boxing yeah yeah ABA, yeah. ABA. ABA. So your your gym goes there. So, yeah. so every ABA, every, ABA every ABA is
1: two things. So so Auckland Boxing Association is kind of like a venue, and so lots of boxing promoters will you know hire the venue to run their boxing events there um so it's a venue so so um so that's so you, you don't I don't know what you what you might get there um but then there is amateur boxing tournaments under Auckland Boxing Association as an as a professional body that that Auckland Boxing Association put on and they're quite different events um you know like an amateur boxing event you know there's there's not ring girls or Um, anything like that it's just kind of like yep next up it's um, a bit more you know it's just the focus it's not it's not like an event so much as um, just you know boxing Um, yeah and we so we do both like um, you know how often often do they uh, roughly about a month once a month yeah and then and so and then you're leading up into kind of like nationals and, and hopefully you know so Auckland will be looking in those tournaments for people to represent auckland at nationals yeah. um so you you know you, you so you're trying to kind of prove yourself in those um so yeah so those want them are one on nationals and golden gloves um and that sort of stuff so and regional championships and stuff so you kind of like often will be working up to something you know and then kind of have a little bit of a dip and then work up to the next thing rather than just trying to be up here and, the whole year and
0: then it's the olympic team or commonwealth team
1: Yep, yep. So then well there's kind of like New Zealand representatives at all levels. So even even young young people, like there's there's the you know, the World World Youth and um uh yeah, like a bunch so so you can if you if you do well in those tournaments and you can be selected by Boxing New Zealand to kind of represent New Zealand at at different things, or maybe a group of Australians will come over and and so New Zealand will like you know, team will kinda of like box them. Um yeah different things like that So there's those And then there's kind of like the, the big events Which we love to be involved in those as well It's really great for the kids to kind of like You know like our kids have, have loved being You know like you know peach boxing And and, um, and others you know Pacific boxing is just, I just saw an email there Putting on a show soon um, We're trying to get kids on that Because it's, it's cool to kind of be an amateur And then stick around and watch You know like the pros do it You know it's kind of like it's pretty exciting for the kids and it's just a cool environment you know those the bigger those bigger shows that they put on mm. yeah it's just like you know a bit more lights and you know tables and stuff like this because like oh you know yeah <laughs> and some of them even we you know we've been to some shows where like they put out like the the, you know the whole kind of walk-in thing and stuff oh, like yeah, that so the yeah. kids are like
0: yeah oh yeah uh, that's the biggest <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: box office do they, they do when they run a show they, it's often really the kids love it you know because it's like this
0: yeah read, read carpet and <laughs> play your song yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> what song are you going to walk out to yeah, yeah. so when's the next event for you guys yeah, uh, so I've
1: got a young guy Hala who's um, fighting on uh, undercard of Peach so Peach have got um, the uh, Lethal Ladies coming up 23rd february
0: oh so they do shows yeah do events yeah yeah, oh, okay. yeah
1: yeah um yeah so that's gonna be that's gonna be a really cool show so yeah i mean
0: is that the goal for you guys too, to do events would that be uh a thing you nah, guys would want to do no nah, i'm not um the whole new ball game was it
1: yeah i just i just i think i'd do a bad job at it to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah no nah, i i enjoy other people running events and mm. we just get our boxes on yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got a young guy, Hala, that's um, that's going to be there. So, we're going to enjoy that show. And then the first um, amateur boxing tournament, uh, ABA one, is uh, the second or third of March, whatever the Saturday is. Second of March, okay. I think. Yeah. 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 So, we've nominated a bunch of guys and girls for that.
0: Oh, that's the first week of our season.
1: Yes. Yeah. In Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Crazy, eh? Las Vegas. Game, eh? Where did they go last year? They they're, they're, it's, it's like a thing now, eh? Like that. <laughs>
0: I don't think they went anywhere last year. Oh, wasn't it? No. Uh, I know they have the championship, the inter-league inter champion, like the champion of England versus champion of... Oh, Australia. is that what
1: that was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And the of loss. Right.
0: Did you did watch they? Super Bowl on Monday?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who were you going anyway, for? I, I'm not really... Like, I'm, I'm a Packers fan. I, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't really... I was just enjoying the game. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually felt like like the bulk of the game the 49ers deserved to win. Like they just they were playing well. Yeah, um, yeah, they
0: were playing well, but yeah. they were playing against the championship team. And yeah, you can't yeah. let them hang around there. Eh? Yeah, that's right. They should have. They had a chance to put points on them. Yeah, but they didn't. I think
1: that was probably the big thing is is Kansas City just made the best of opportunities rather than just yeah. that consistent good. Yeah. You know, they just had really great plays when they had to have great plays mm. yeah 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 it's, it's quite like i you know i lived the first few years of my life in canada so those sports oh, yeah. i still i still follow you know like ice hockey and baseball you're too much oh it's all toronto because oh, that's, yeah. that's right yeah, my brother <laughs> lives there now and my mum oh, yeah. lives there and family and stuff so my su- my nephew actually um got to meet uh the Tor- Toronto Raptors. Oh. So they got. So oh, they, no, I saw your post. on Yeah, man. So that was yeah. that was cool. Yeah, it was awesome seeing. And my because one of my um Edmund, uh, uh, my nephew Edmund, um is doing broadcasting is at uni. Oh yeah. So yeah. you got to actually hang out with the uh, <laughs> the commentators at the yeah. Toronto game. It was cool. Yeah.
0: I haven't been to Toronto, but um, I've seen them on um, I've seen Toronto food, the food over there on um, I think it was uh, Anthony Bourdain's show.
1: Oh, yeah. What like, food did they. Eat? Man, he
0: went to all these different places. Because you know how that guy goes to um, fancy places, then he goes to behind the back of the street I was going to say, like,
1: I don't know about the fancy places, but man, like the um, the Caribbean food there, the West Indy mm, food. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: nothing better in the world, man. It's a shame he passed away because he was a good. Did he? Yeah, good. Yeah, he to huh. suicide. Oh, flip, yeah, I not Maybe know. three years ago, four years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's his, his wife um, cheated on him or something. Oh, man. But um, nah, his um, food show like, He went to Toronto But his food shows are good Because he goes to Different levels of restaurants Oh restaurant. that's good He goes yeah, to the street yeah. ones Yeah And then the middle awesome. ones And then the high ones Yeah So to get a good feel Of the, yeah, the range awesome. But he likes everything you yeah. yeah So he, I was I was Watching the Toronto episode And went to all these food places Oh, oh nice. nice But yeah it was uh, That kind of food Yeah The Caribbean kind Yeah of stuff. Yeah. Oh.
2: yeah
1: it's the best mm. Yeah
0: When was the last time You were there?
1: Just before COVID
0: Oh yeah.
1: yeah. So, know, twi- nineteen, twenty, something like that, I think.
0: Did you go in games
1: uh, I went to a baseball game, went to the oh, process yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like winters. Um so yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, go, over in, the, yeah, go over in the summer yeah.
0: I, I I never wanted to go somewhere where it's cold because then you've got you to take a huge jackets and your luggage yeah. Look at somewhere we can take shorts t-shirt. That's yeah, there. I'm there. Just, yeah. <laughs> not, not made for those winters, man. Especially
1: those Canadian winters. Yeah.
0: Matthew, brother, man,
1: it's been awesome, me. Eh? Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks for coming it. back on. I bro. actually just totally forgot I was like on a having chats with a mate. I'm like now thinking back to like, what did I say? Did I say anything <laughs> that's going to get me in trouble?
0: <laughs> you disarmed me, bro oh you know my secret <laughs> you know my secret you, you just gave everyone listening a warning when they come on yeah. it's funny because i've had um people say that yeah you know, like after yeah, yeah. Like, man did i say anything because man you just made me feel real comfortable yeah, yeah. man. just talking yeah, yeah. so no nah, man this podcast is about chatting man like, that's great there's no rules no you can say whatever you want i awesome. listen just having a chat but yeah Matt, man you're doing good man thank you bro. Uh, appreciate you man. doing good with your gym man. Man, it's it's cool to l- listen to your story about you know how you how you interact with the kids yeah. and what the sport of boxing because that's it, deep, man. The sport of boxing is deep. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not that much of a boxing fan as in like in terms of like watching it hard out and knowing all the fighters around the world and but I just love the psychology of it. Yeah. And what it, what the good they can do to people? Yeah. Because I've I've seen live. Boxing matches, yeah. And uh, my thinking is like, and because I went to um, I went to that charity one where the um, I think it's not fight for life. It's um, people that haven't boxed in their whole lives. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mike King. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it too? Yeah, it's, they're like fundraising for suicide. I think. Yeah. 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 Do, do you remember the name? Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the well, that was a fight for life one. That was yeah, yeah.
0: It's a cor. It's a corporate one. Um,
1: yeah, it was at. um
0: IT Headers. IT Headers. Oh, okay. IT Headers? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So they get all these people that work in offices. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, to come yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. their first time. Yeah. yeah. So I went to that and, oh man, because a friend of mine was in it and just, man, I just give it up to these guys going in the ring. Yeah. I'm just thinking how... They've got the balls to do it. Like yeah. you know It's like yeah, something yeah. tough so, so tough man Yeah Like something so it's so tough And they're doing it Yeah And that, I was fascinated by it. Yeah You know I definitely
1: you know Like and I think Every coach would say this I think if you've If you've gotten in the ring You've won You know like there's no Yeah The whole winning losing thing man Like honestly It's just such a test to You mm-hmm. know It's just to me, if you've got in there, yeah, I guess it's epic, man. Like, what an experience, you know? It's like, yeah, it's just a great <laughs> experience.
0: <laughs> a sweet brother, awesome. Good luck for those fights coming. Yeah, up. yeah thanks, bro. Appreciate it, Joyce. <laughs> thanks, bro. thanks,